from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz, Roz and, Mocha. and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Remember this? It's a rare condition this day and age. This is from one of those old shows, right? Keep listening. This Full House? Nope. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Chow. <laughs> Everywhere you look, right? Everywhere you look. Oh, I thought this was the Everywhere You Look song. No. Sounds just like it. No, I don't know. I'm at a loss. It's one of those shows. It's one of those shows. Family Matters, I never watched Family Matters. You never watched Family Matters? No, it was How could you not watch Family Matters? Shut your mouth. It's a terrible show. Your is about to leave. Yo, not going to fight. Let me tell you something. Can I just describe real quick? Don't fight me. Shep, the look of shock on Shem's face. Not only did he take off his mask, he adjusted himself in his chair. Wiped his forehead. And he took his glasses off and he wiped his forehead. I have one thing to say to you, Ross. Yeah. Okay. You're my guy, right? Yeah. I thought I was. that black card that I gave you. Come on. Gone. That's okay. all I gotta say. Hold, let me, okay, in my, hold on now, hold on now, hold on now. I think that we, I, I don't, I, I don't want to be accused of being anything other than old, which is the only time I'm ever going to say this, okay? okay? Okay. Because I think that even in those, like, how much older are you, am I than you? How old are you? Shut your mouth. I didn't, don't say it like that, man. Okay. That hurts. Okay. But I'm saying that I was way past those shows when that show was popular. I found that sort of character. We're talking about the Urkel show, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I just want to make sure. I was at the point of where I was no longer entertained by things like that and I found gotcha. it awful. Okay. okay. okay like okay. I I was just I was old at that point where the show wasn't for me. Right. right. It's just like I You're don't, out of the demographic. I don't the have demographic. like I don't have the saved by the bell gene. Because oh, that show, no, that show was that show. just garbage to me because what? I was just, I was out of the demo. Like I was just too old for that yeah. show, right? So the only reason why I'm saying that Family Matters was, was awful. <laughs> Ross covering his face right now. I can't even look at Shem. <laughs> just keep in mind, keep in mind, I am in this room surrounded by plexiglass and yeah. I still think I'm going to get punched. Okay. That show was awful. Now, I'm not saying that people didn't enjoy it. I recognize the legacy of Family Matters. Sure. Okay. Yeah, no cookout for you. Oh, damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you're going to look back on this moment later today, and yeah. you're going to say, Did I do that? <laughs> because <laughs> and the whole 
reason why I brought this up because of Urkel yeah, yeah. is that Urkel, Jaleel White, <laughs> is launching his own weed. Oh. There was like a bootleg version of uh, a weed strain that they called Purple Urkel. Shut up. Swear. Purple <laughs> Urkel, right? So it wasn't official, but that's yeah. just what it was called. Okay. So Jaleel White then teamed up with like a cannabis company and came up with their own like legit Purple Urkel, but it's just called It's Purple. Oh, okay. So Urkel doesn't own Purple Urkel. Urkel has no ownership over Purple Urkel. Okay. Although he is now involved in promoting and even smoking. Yeah. It's Purple. Okay. What about Purple Nurple? That's a different strain. That's a different thing altogether? Altogether. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, why don't you ever ask me if there's any bowling news? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Roz, is there any bowling news? Because <laughs> today I got bowling news. I okay. got great bowling news. First of all, did you know that Kevin Hart is an incredible bowler? Like, Kevin Hart? And, Kevin when Hart? I, and when I say no. when I say incredible, I mean like... Kevin Hart is like a nasty bowler. Are you trolling right now? No. Okay. So I sent you a video uh-huh. so you can watch it right now and uh, everybody else can listen to it. So click on the Kevin Hart bowling video and watch this. Like okay. I'm talking strike after strike after no, strike after on. strike. Be a champion. A champion, Kevin. You got to have the self-talk, Lon. Is he a champion here? Right now. Yes. Oh, okay, bro. Strike. Keep watching. Keep watching. Keep watching. Wow. Keep watching. Kevin Hart? Another strike. Another, yeah, he's, this is a video of Kevin Hart in some sort of celebrity pro-am bowling tournament. And he's literally. Yo, another strike. Smallest of differences can make a big difference. Does it here? No. Okay, bro, I'm telling you. Yo, Kevin Hart, the comedian, is an amazing bowler. Kevin Hart is absolutely incredible. Incredible at bowling. Wow. And I had no clue. So this is the other clip I want to play you right now. So do you know what a 7-10 split is? No. Okay, so in bowling, right? You got 10 pins. Sure. And then when you bowl a 7-10 split, it's when you knock down all the pins uh-huh. except for the two in the back corners. Oh, the worst. Okay. Yeah, so those that, are the worst. that is the most dreadful spare that anybody could ever be asked to pick up, which is the 7-10 split. Okay. Okay. Now, in the world of bowling, televised bowling, professional yeah. bowling, only three people have ever picked up a 7-10 split on television before. Okay. Until this week when a kid named Anthony Newer did it. And you have to listen to the commentary when this kid picks up a 7-10 split. 7-10. Come on, man. Again, the look back. So That's what I mean. I don't know why that re-racked. This guy's got American flags all over his shirt, too. He's the most American. (laughs) USA, USA. Leaving the 7-10. The 7-10 only been made on television three times in the history of professional bowling (laughs) on TV. Come on, kid, do it. Oh! Listen to this guy go off. 
Give me some oxygen and water to spare the game. Brought to you by Guaranteed Rate. If you believe it, you can do it. Guaranteed Rate. Believe you will. I believe the ginger assassin can drop the seven. Ten. Oh, man. It actually came off of the bowling ball. <laughs> into the seven. Wow. <laughs> the ginger assassin. Yeah, the guy's name is Anthony Newer. He became the fourth player in PBA tour history. PBA is a thing uh, to uh, convert the 7-10 split on television. Anthony Newer, a.k.a. the ginger assassin. Also Kevin Hart. Who knew? Right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What a day, huh? So far, I'm exhausted already. <laughs> what? It's still so early in the day, though. I know. I don't know what I was doing my sleep last night, but... Were you tossing and turning, too? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why. Were you dreaming? No. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember dreams. Hmm. And if I did, I certainly wouldn't tell anybody about them. What time were you tossing and turning? <laughs> I don't know because... Oh, God. I don't have a clock in the room anymore. Oh, at all? At all. Not even like on your phone? No, because it used to be the cable box, and then we had to switch out the cable box for like the new cable box, and yeah. the new cable box doesn't have a clock on it. Yeah. And then I bought a new clock, but there's nowhere to plug it in over It's a whole deal. So anyway, I don't have a clock. You ran out room. of plugs? Yeah, I ran out of <laughs> How many things do you have plugged in the bedroom? I just know it's not that. I have things that I can't move that are plugged in into the bedroom. Oh, okay. right. Like I just, it's a whole it's a whole thing. You need a power bar. I have. I know what a power bar is. <laughs> Don't try and introduce me to a power bar, okay. man. Okay. Or an extension cord. Uh, I'm not running extension cords across my bedroom. <laughs> just you, you, what you, you okay, clock. I please. I don't know what I don't know what living with Jenna is like, mm-hmm. but. My house, that's a no-go if I said, babes, all I got to do is just run this big, giant orange extension cord. It wouldn't wouldn't work in our house. Okay. That's why. Let me introduce you to the power bar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. I I, I don't know what was going on. I was just tossing and turning all night, and I just Mm. couldn't get comfortable, and... Same. I don't know. That's why really, I was asking huh? what time because I remember I woke up. It was like one thirty. Yeah. I looked at the clock. Why were like, you tossing and turning last night? I have no idea. No. None whatsoever. I woke up. You su- mattress. No, my mattress is good, Morn. Don't you worry. I woke up sweating. Like really? Sweating. No, I didn't wake up sweating at all. And I went to bed freezing. Hmm. Like my the room was so cold last night, and then I woke up at some point just like dripping you, with sweat. How do you feel now? I feel fine. How's your throat? My throat. Yeah. Why? My throat's fine. Well, you went to bed freezing you woke yeah. up sweating no, no no i went to bed freezing because the room was cold oh okay. i didn't have the i didn't don't try and point push me into some sort of like no i don't know okay. i want to make sure you're okay <laughs> yeah no i'm fine okay i just didn't have a good night's sleep i can just okay anyway you have to get tested right <laughs> for god's sake i I don't have COVID. I had a lousy night's sleep. The reason why I was asking what time you were tossing and turning. Yes. Because I wanted to see if it would sync up. Oh, if it was when you tossed and turned. Because maybe, you know, our connection. Right. Right? Right, yes. You should get an electric blanket that you plug in. No, I hate those things. Oh, I love electric blankets so much. No, do you really? Yeah, my mom had one when when we were younger. Yeah. My mom had one. Oh, so cozy. The other thing Mocha introduced us to that's amazing, the weighted blanket. Blanket. Nope, can't do that either. Oh, love my weight no. blanket. Because I always have an ingrown toenail somewhere down there, yeah. and the weight just hurts. No, but it's not on your feet. You put it on your chest. Oh, God, no, I no, can't do that. No, we have like a full blanket. Hold on. Do you have the weighted blanket where it only covers like part of your body?
body. What are you yeah. using, like a heavy mat? <laughs> <laughs> Mine just sort of goes Like across. the x-ray mat when you go to the dentist? Yes, you, just lay, <laughs> you just lay it on your chest and your neck? Mine doesn't go from top to bottom. Mine only, you pick a spot. Yeah, but you are radiation-free now, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. This is one of those days where we get to reveal a dream coming true. Huh? Hey, Maury, come on in here, my love. A dream come true. A dream come true. Yeah. Like, you know when you set goals? Yeah. Right? Like, like the unattainable goals in life. Yeah. Okay? You set those, and then most people don't get to feel what it's like to have those unattainable goals fulfilled. Oh, my God. Because- Are you single now, Maury? <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Mocha. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like, uh, just kidding. Just don't. That's like the kind of comment you say under your breath, and then we all just carry on. <laughs> you don't say that comment and then stare at the man in his face. Okay, it's not his turn at that point. Okay, we just all accept the comment and we move on. Okay, no, the dream was Maury. I don't know if you know this. Damn it, Maury has forever wanted to be recognized by the Instagram feed, Hot Guys with Dogs. Oh, my God. I did not know this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some would argue, Maury, that that is the, uh, one of the, the chief reasons that you actually got the dog. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so, so you knew you can't a- make it on there without a dog. Okay, so you knew obviously <laughs> you knew of this account prior to yes, getting Andy. Yes, okay. not not Mocha. Hot guys with husbands. Hot guys. <laughs> hot guys. That's a different account. Okay, hot guys with dogs. Uh-huh. Um, no, the other account is hot guys with coffee, but Maury <laughs> refuses to take a shirt off for the picture because those are the only ones that they accept. <laughs> uh, but hot guys with dogs, yeah. uh, Maury, explain why you had wanted forever to be recognized by hot guys with dogs. Oh, because it is full of actual hot guys with dogs. Right. So if you make it on there, then not only are you seen, but they're telling you you're a hot guy with a dog. They've recognized Maury as a hot guy with dog. Verified. So Maury um, paid for one of those pictures at the Blue Jays game with the cardboard cutouts. Right? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So okay. they, they, he has a screen grab of his cutout, and yeah. he's sitting there in a Jays shirt. And, front row. And, front row. And oh, Andy wow. Monroe, his dog, is on his lap, also wearing Jays gear. Okay, right. Cute. So Maury had that screen grab, Yeah. posted it, <clears throat> tagged as he always does, hot guys with dogs. Okay. They pick it up. No. So Maury is now validated by hot guys with dogs. So this is Maury, what you're going to listen to right now, explaining to his husband, who is still very much in his life, Mocha, um, explaining to his husband that he is now verified by hot guys with dogs. (laughs) Can I help you? You've been knocking for five minutes. Can I come into the office? Oh, my God. No. Did you see the thing I sent you on Instagram? No, I haven't had time to go on Instagram. Some of us work during the day. I sent to your DMs. Okay, did you slide into my DMs? <laughs> yes, guess who made it on Hot Dudes with Dogs? Um, Channing Tatum. No, me. <laughs> oh, what is this? You. Well, Andy and I at the Jays game. <laughs> okay. We maybe need to do a little bit, a couple more push-ups. Or oh my god! <laughs> right, Andy. Maybe uh, a couple more runs around the block. Were they desperate for content? Oh no! <laughs> well, aren't you going to screen grab it? You have one day until it's gone. This momentous moment. One day? What do you mean? They didn't even put you in their main feed. <laughs> oh, no! oh 
Oh, God. That's, I don't even know what's worse. Please tell me you didn't tag me. What, you don't want people to know? Oh, God, Maury. I have work to do. Well, this hot dude and a dog are going to oh, okay. go elsewhere. Okay. Hold on a second. Did I put you on stories and not on the feed? Yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> oh, no! Damn it, Maury! The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow back in the day has his name being thrown around to be the new host of Jeopardy and probably has the most support of anyone whose name is in the conversation. Season eight of his podcast, LeVar Burton Read, is out now. It's LeVar Burton reading stories, and it's, like, really, really nice. Butterfly in the sky. <laughs> I can go twice as high. LeVar Burton, welcome to the Rosamoka Show. How are you doing, man? Well, I'm all right, brother. I'm all right. Hey, how is your name not shortlisted? This is the question that a lot of people had when they started looking at uh, people to step in and not even formally replace Alex Trebek, but sort of temporary when they were bringing in guest hosts. Um, Did you ever figure out why your name wasn't included? Because people started petitioning for you very early on. Yeah. Um, We are um, looking into that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you are. You're looking into it as in you're trying to figure out as well, like the rest of us, or you're looking into it as in you are having conversations with the folks at Jeopardy. We are looking into that. Oh, excuse me. And you had, uh, how long had you been paying attention to this? Because I know you just tweeted out the petition to have you join uh, everybody else on that show. But have you been paying attention to the push for you since the, since the beginning, or did you catch on to this a little bit later? I've been paying attention to, um, to the, the Jeopardy host spot for a long time. Um, I've, and then the, the petition started several months ago, and I just decided to retweet it the other day just to exercise my frustration. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the, and, and the, the over, it's been overwhelming, the, the, just the love and the support. I, I feel like whether I get the gig or not, I've won because the, the people have spoken and, 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 and they have really, um, they've, they've said it very clearly that they would they would love for me as i would love to be the new host of jeopardy have you seen any of the guest hosts so far who you think um would be it would be a decent candidate i've seen them all who's your favorite uh who's my favorite katie is there anybody who's not on that list because i know that you're not you weren't on that list and everybody's sort of rallying for you but is there anybody in your head who hasn't also been included that would make a that you think would make a good host there is no room in in my life to root for another <laughs> <laughs> fair enough Lamar Burton's like it's me and me only that's it. That's, that's it. we the last time i think we talked to you was when the kickstarter was going on for reading rainbow and yeah. uh that turned into a whole thing where it, first of all it was like at the time i think the biggest kickstarter that anybody had ever done for anything mm-hmm. at, um, the, at the time yeah yeah then there was then there was a lawsuit from WNED, and then I don't know what's going on with Reading Rainbow or what happened to all that money. But what's the status of that now? Because everybody was sort of looking forward to what you were going to be doing with Reading Rainbow next. What's the status on all that? Are you allowed? Um, n- not really, but I can say that um, that my intention was fulfilled. The, the whole point of that Kickstarter was to raise money to translate what was a television show into a digital experience for kids. 
So we created the app. It was called initially the Reading Rainbow app, and, and then for reasons I'm not allowed to talk about, sure. it, it was then called the, the Skybrary, the LeVar Burton Kids Skybrary app. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm sorry that some people kind of missed that, but we did what we intended to do. Um, we used the prevailing technology of the day, just like we did on television, to um, encourage kids to read. And are you like at it? Like, did you have to settle? Like, because I don't know what, what happened to the lawsuit. Because it seemed like it was getting ugly. And I know a lot of people were like, away. "Oh my God, how can Reading Rainbow get like turned so ugly so mm. quickly?" The law, the lawsuit went away. It did. Oh, okay. Okay. So all the money that was raised from Kickstarter then went towards this new platform, the one that yeah. your name yeah. is attached to. Okay. All yeah. right. Um, and what about, uh, are you doing anything with Netflix? Do you have anything coming up that uh, you're doing with a streaming service anytime soon? Um, I've, I've sold a couple of shows during um, the pandemic times, and um, one of them is for Netflix. Do you think you're going to get the Jeopardy call? I know you said you're working on it, but i got to go back to that because I'm just now looking at all the signatures on your on the, uh, on the petition and everything else. How many this morning? Well, hold on a second. Here. Let me let me let me let me, ref- let me refresh. Let me refresh. Levar's like, I haven't opened the laptop yet. <laughs> I, I haven't checked the app just yet. <laughs> While you're looking, just let me say that you know the, the Kickstarter and 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 Jeopardy, I think have a lot in common because these are these are people who have really um, no real reason to want to be emotionally invested in anything I do, and yet they are. And I am so grateful and and appreciative. Um, and and I, I hope that the you know that the, the the people at Sony Pictures Entertainment are are paying attention. You'll be happy to know that as of uh, right now, there is a uh, two hundred ten thousand two hundred forty two forty three forty four. Oh wow! 45, so while people are listening to this right now, they're going on the side of <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Moore, what would you like to say? So if you do get the Jeopardy gig, will you? There, one of the biggest arguments uh, of Jeopardy are some of the rules. Will you throw out the rule on spelling? Does spelling matter to you in Final Jeopardy? Oh, interesting. You're talking about the... Re- this is Mr. Reading Rainbow. You're going to ask him if spelling matters? <laughs> I don't think spelling should matter. Spelling should always okay, matter. Okay, LeVar, what's, the, what's, what's your take on, on the, the spelling rules on Jeopardy? If, if we are able to discern your intent and that, and that intent is the correct answer, then you get credit. Oh. Nice! Wow, Lamar. Okay, wow. controversial. Okay, uh-huh. now I will sign the petition. Excuse wow, me. I do not agree with that whatsoever. I mean, Let I me put my stamp on it. Do not agree I, at all. I know you got the earring, but I didn't think you were this punk rock. Lamar <laughs> Burton, it's such a pleasure. Always catching up with you. Thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Uh, thanks, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Maury's upset he missed Barbershop Quartet Day. What is it about Barbershop Quartet Day that you like more? I love that it's, uh, I love harmonizing or attempting to harmonize. And you're so, you're the worst singer ever, though. Yeah. But when you mix me into a group, not so bad. Excuse me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like pass you around? <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm not even going to ask. Well, because this always lands on a weekend, right? Okay. So I thought, this year, you know what? We have to do this. Right, right, right. Uh, okay, so what have you prepared here for? What do you want us to do, Maury? So we have the lyrics to Savage. Okay. 
And I thought Meg we the could, Stallion? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought we could do this as a, a barbershop quartet. Like a barbershop trio. And see how it goes. We've okay. done this before. Because I was just going to say, a quartet. Yeah. How many people are in a quartet, Maury? Well, core, four, because it rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. Do you, do you think it's barbershop quartet? Like, isn't it? Like, core. Core. Because it sounds like four. Like a barbershop <laughs> quartet? Yes. What about quartet? Not hearing that I don't understand the difference. Like, I don't know what he just said. <laughs> okay. okay. So I'm going to say it one. I'll say it one way. Mocha's going to say it the other way. Okay. And you try and figure out what the difference is. Okay. Barbershop quartet. Barbershop quartet. Oh, like a Q and a C kind of situation. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so what do you know the difference, though? No. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so you would like to do what? You want us to harmonize in a barbershop quartet kind of way? What are your thoughts on this? I I, I have no thoughts on this. Oh. Okay. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to go along with it. Okay. We've done this before. Okay, so uh, more, how do you, you want to start us off here? So you're going to start, what, singing, and then Mocha and I have to harmonize with you? You know how this works, right? Like, you know, you know how the, how the if barbershop... you just say, I'm going to start singing and then you guys harmonize with me, I swear to God, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> how does it work, Maury? Like, I sort of go like, I'm a savage. And you guys join in mid I'm and then we do I'm a savage. Okay. Classy. So is this a tune then that we're going with? Yeah, it's, that's how barbershop quartets okay. do it. Okay. Acapella you, style. Acapella style, but deeper. Aquapella? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we gotta be in the water. There's this? the cue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here right? we go. Yeah. We're gonna do this aquapella style. Okay. 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 Uh, Wait. No, Mark. Okay. When I do a note, you, you harmonize it. You can't match my note. Yeah. Okay. So I stay where it is. You stay. Oh, <laughs> I stay where it is. Okay. Okay. Okay, Maury, go Give ahead. Give me your note, and then, Roz, are you going higher or lower? Uh, I'll go, okay, I'll go lower. I'll okay. go lower. Okay. okay. And should I go match Maury or go higher? Higher. Higher? Okay, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Savage. Classy. Sassy, 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 moody, moody, nasty, nasty, acting, acting. I think we're supposed to go faster than this guy. Like, to me, like, where are you going to do your till next year? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, you're supposed to speed it up. Pick up the pace, man. At what point do you speed up? Like, I'm. Now you're still singing as slow. Okay. I'm, I'm savage. savage. Okay, that's where we want it to go. Okay, okay. ready? Here we go. Okay, three, two, one, and. I'm. I'm... <laughs> you can't even stay on beat, bro. I'm so glad that we missed yeah. Barbershop Quartet Day yes. over the weekend. Yes. Singing acapella with you guys? It's like, <laughs> no The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Lopez DM Deep Dive. I regret this already. Hello, Deepa Prashad. Welcome back to the Raza Mocha Show. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Okay, Deepa is in charge of all of our DMs, so if you do DM us, Deepa will get it, and uh, she will try and get through as many as she can on the show with us every day. What do you got, Deepa? So I feel like you guys can give good advice on this one. So this question comes from Gabrielle. Uh I'm picking up my golden retriever. What are some tips or things I should do to prepare? Like a puppy? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Congratulations. This is all you, Holmes. Yeah. Uh, First of all, you're going to definitely need a vacuum. Oh. Because you will be vacuuming every single day. Really? Those dogs. Deepa, my golden sheds so much. Oh, my gosh. All over my clothes. All over the house, we vacuum. We literally vacuum every day, sometimes twice a day. Really? For the amount of hair that that comes off the the dock. Can you not shave them down? You could, but I feel like I don't want them to be cold. <laughs> you know what he I mean? Just, do you live just like the way he looks I know, with- but like, I don't know. Like they have long hair for a reason, right? Their hair grows long for a reason. Yeah, but like it's got to be able to. Some like, dogs keep are short hair dogs. Warm. I guess I've never looked into it. Yeah. Um, we do get his hair cut, like pre-COVID. Like he's now he's a shaggy mess. Yeah. Right. Like Jenna actually learned how to cut his his hair since the the, the pandemic, and she's yeah. been doing an amazing job. Uh, but we used to every like three months we would book to have him uh, get him a haircut. Him yeah, wow. shave him down. Um, but I would say, and every dog is different. Like yeah. we tried to crate train Tig, and that was not happening at all. Like no. from the day that we brought him home, we would put him in the crate and we set it up with like blankets. And we put like some of our clothes in there so he would know our scent if we weren't at home, and put a bunch of his toys in there and kept giving him treats to make it like real comfortable. Um, and if there's one thing I could say is just like kind of monitor their behavior in that crate because every single time we would close the door, this dog would freak out. Oh. Like, oh, really? Yeah, and he would start scratching at the ground, try to dig his way out. And he, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, it sounds funny, but it was terrifying. It was terrifying. the saddest thing yeah. ever. Yeah. Right? So what we ended up doing is after like a week or so of trying him in the crate, Uh, We had to buy a baby gate. We put the baby gate at the entrance of the bathroom and gave him full run of of the bathroom. And he just needed, for him at least, Mm -hmm. he needed extra, extra space. And I would also say uh, try different foods because not every dog takes to like every single kind of generic or all the brand name foods uh, that are available. So monitor the food intake and how they react to it and make sure this worked for us when we brought our dog home, and we were in a condo, mind you. As soon as we brought him home, every day for like two weeks until he was like kind of trained, like home trained, uh, we would take him out every two hours. Even in the middle of the night, we would wake up and take him out every what? two hours to pee or to do his business outside. Yeah. Wow. Until we knew that he, and then after a while, you can extend that two hours to like three, four, or five hours. I think they say like for every month the dog is, is how long they should be able to go without having to like pee or in hours really yeah. yeah in hours well, there you go so um there's a couple of things you my advice do. is to shave them so cute though golden retrievers are like the cutest dog yeah and they're so loving also and they cute just want shaved. to be with also you yeah. all the time oh yeah. enjoy that dog but enjoy. you know people people always say or i mean maybe i always say this if you're practicing for kids get a dog first is that 
an accurate statement uh, or are they two completely separate worlds? I, I, I mean, I've, I have had dogs before. Yeah. yeah. And I have a kid. It's not the same thing. Uh, the people who have no children same. say that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same. It's I've heard not, the exact same thing. Same yeah. Thing. It's not. No, 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 no. Well, glad we cleared that up for okay. myself. Oh, <laughs> comes from Tanya and Valentina. Hi, I just wanted to share even your youngest fans love listening to you. I was humming and my two and a half year old said, Mama, stop singing. Want to hear Razamuka? Wow. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a smart kid right yeah, there. Yeah. So Thank you for that. Love kids. Love kids. Um, this one. Oh, I love, <laughs> love this one. Comic comes from Virginia. Very brave. Left her name. Uh, this is in reference to the new ad. Oh, those dad bods are looking good in those hazmat suits. Hey, LMA. hey no. Hey, no. Listen. What dad bod? Oh, you guys are Listen. laughing at that. Am I the only one that's <laughs> laughing? Mocha's face Listen. is so serious. You never, heard, you never heard me say the words mom bod. You know what I mean? All right? Fair you know enough. why? You know why? Because that hurts. Fair enough. Dad bod should be I've been be working normalized. on my fit. Like, it's tough. I you know? Is. It's COVID. I'm trying. Yeah, What's different. her name? Also, do you know uh, Virginia. Okay. Virginia. I'm trying, Virginia. Let, let, let me just let me just say Virginia, okay? It's difficult for me. I am 6'4". Nothing fits, let alone a onesie. Okay? <laughs> right? Okay? That thing was so... Mocha's fit right. Oh, like, gosh. it looked... The proportions looked right. Everything else. Yeah. Mine was cutting me in half between my legs oh, all day. No. And then we had a dance. And it's super tight. So no matter what I did, if I turned, it's all the things that are bad and bald. <laughs> on you were all the parts that <laughs> no! stuck out the most, right? So even going through the pictures of us, I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, all like, no joke. You can bleep this if you want. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But there's even going through the pictures of us. I'm looking at pictures where I'm like, I don't mind that picture, except it is just fat gut and <laughs> right. And that is, and, and that, and, and I'm not even that big. I'm not even that big, but I just look like a fat baby in a onesie because nothing fit right. And then, and then it cuts you in half down below. And I knew while I was standing there, it felt weird. And then you see the pictures and it's literally plums. Like that's, that's all it, that's all it is. So it was not an easy day. Did you guys have a fitting for the outfits or did you did. show up? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had lots, but like, the problem is you can only do so much when something is one piece. Right. You can't make it yeah, yeah. bigger. Yeah. Right? Fair you enough. can't add more crotch without just cutting the crotch well, out of it altogether. I was very happy with that the guy way I again. Looked. Listen, <laughs> it, we weren't supposed to look great. We were supposed it was supposed to be fun, right? It's we weren't wearing like, And it was fun. And it was it was, it was a lot fun. of fun. And yeah. you looked fun. Yes. Right, I one feel more. like Virginia hit a nerve, so I'll just move <laughs> no, on to the next no, one. No, no. Um <laughs> comes from Anonymous. Hey, guys. I was wondering if your sleep pattern has changed at all through COVID. Mine is completely messed up. No. No. Because since COVID hit, Roz and I have still been coming in to the radio station to do the same show, same hours every single day. Yeah. Mm. So sleep pattern has not changed whatsoever. No, nothing has. Uh, DMs are wide open. You see what we get. So uh, comment, question, anything mm. that you want to say, uh, get at us in the DMs and we'll do this every day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Jenny, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Here is a text that Jenny sent to us, Roz. Okay. The weather is getting nicer, and I had a random conversation with people about their least favorite flavor of ice cream. Surprisingly, most people said chocolate. But do you guys remember Tiger Tail ice cream? What was up with that flavor? Who even bought Tiger Tail? Yeah, I do remember Tiger Tail... I don't. You don't? What the hell is Tiger Tail yeah, ice cream? Yeah, I do. It was, wasn't it orange? Yes, orange and... It was like orange and black swirls. Like it looked like tiger stripes, right. right? But I don't remember what the flavor was. Do you know, Jenny? 
black licorice. Oh, gross. gross. Keep it. <laughs> Disgusting. What, did you use Tita? I had it before. I remember buying it because, like, otherwise, how would I remember the flavor? I remember my parents bought it for us before and thinking, like, this looks good. It looks fun. Tiger tail. And then you take a bite and you're like, oh, my God, these flavors just don't go Wait, together. but it was black licorice and what? Orange. orange. Oh, an orange. Yeah, an orange. Ew, yeah, yeah. I re- and, I, and I only remember well, this because growing up, there was only one place where we would ever go for ice cream. And it was like, like I don't even know, like the butcher shop maybe had ice cream in it on the, on the side. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, I don't remember exactly where we, we had to go get ice cream. But whenever we wanted ice cream, it was either you would have to wait outside for the Dickie D to come by. Do you remember those? <laughs> You don't remember ice cream chuck? No, not not the ice cream chuck. Dickie D <laughs> was like a high school kid on a bike with a refrigerator on the front of it. Oh and yes, would, I've and, seen they, and they would drive around with the bells. Sure, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. you'd either have to wait for Dickie D to come by, yeah, or you would have to go to I think it was the butcher. And I remember because they only ever had like four flavors. They had um, chocolate, yeah, vanilla, yeah. Tiger tail, yeah, and gross. then it would cycle through like mint chip, or there was like a cherry one that was really awful too. It was like the worst deli slash ice cream shop on yeah, the face of the earth. At it was all. awful. But there is and, one worse than Tiger Tail. And I remember that I remember Tiger Tail because Tiger Tail never had one single scoop out of it ever. And yeah. it just sat there in the big tub, unused, taking up it. valuable space. I loved space. Tiger Tail. You did, huh? Yeah, I love. Although my favorite was Heavenly Hash, but I didn't what's, mind. What's Heavenly Hash? It's chocolate, chocolate, and like chocolate chips. No, it's okay. not. No, That's... it's not. That's chocolate, well, just... chocolate, chocolate <laughs> chip. I think it's chocolate, chocolate chip. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on here. Wait, but Jenny, so people that you talk to, their least favorite ice cream flavor is chocolate. So it was chocolate, and then I said that my favorite was, one of my favorites is mint chocolate chip, and they're like, that's disgusting. I'm like, <gasps> mint chocolate chip is disgusting? They're like, those flavors just don't go together. Yes. I'm like, so, I don't even know what to say right now. So I, Jenny and, and Roz, you guys are made for each other because you both love mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate love chip it. ice cream is the only ice cream I will ever eat if I eat ice cream, which is once every five years. Good. Uh, mint chocolate chip is my jam. That is, to me, the perfect ice cream. I do yeah. not like mint chocolate chip. Really? Yep. And I do not like any cherry flavored ice cream, especially if it's got no. like cherry bits in it. Right. Oh, that's yeah. oh, no, no. So, good. No, do so, not like those. So here's Maury's. Uh, Maury, what did you say Heavenly Hash was? Chocolate, chocolate, and like chocolate chips. Okay, so it is uh, chocolate ice cream with chocolate chips, marshmallow, and pieces of almond. Oh, gross. That's why it's amazing. That is disgusting. The and also not yeah. what you described. The worst ice cream of all time, though, is Splamoni. Splamoni? Splamoni ice cream. Excuse this me. This is the only ice cream you can get at the old spaghetti factory. Splamoni. And it's an Italian ice cream where it has, like, do you know those, I guess, fruit little chunks that are in Christmas cake? Sure. Oh. Yeah. That's in the ice cream. It's vanilla with Christmas cake chunks. Ew, gross. No thanks. Keep it. Also, it also has a disgusting name. Splamoni. Yeah. And but it looks like Neapolitan, right? Like it's a little bit of What's uh, Neapolitan again? Neapolitan is the chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream that no, used to come in, in one oh, tub. Oh, right. No, this yeah, is yeah, just yeah. vanilla I'm, with I'm, different I'm colors. Looking, I'm looking it. at pictures of it. Of every single picture of Splamoni has three different kinds of ice cream with the with the stuff in it. I remember when my folks used to get the Neapolitan one. Yeah. There would always be that one blue block of strawberry that I would always leave because yeah. I didn't like Did it. Did you ever get in trouble for eating all the chocolate first? All the time. Yeah, and you'd cut through it with a knife like with like surgical precision. I know. Yeah, I know. It was always the best. <laughs> my old man, my old man never ate ice cream, but he loved banana splits. 
What did what? he do with the ice cream? Yeah, no, he would eat it. He would, but he would yeah. only eat it with like he would have a banana split, and yeah. then and then he was also really really big into um, putting uh, caramel sauce on things. Like, oh like yeah, hot caramel did he heat sauce. It up? Oh no, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was it was a banana split. Banana splits are disgusting looking. There's too They're much gross. going on there. That's a. There's can I just too say, much going banana on. Banana split. That's a meal. So your father yes. ate a meal. Right. That's like my brother. If whenever we went, I'd be like, yeah, um, give me like a just like a honey glazed donut. My brother was always the I'll have a chocolate eclair. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'm like, that's too much. At There's that point, too, you're just ordering dessert. Yeah, thank you. That's too much. I'm with your bro. I'm with your bro though. I love. I love chocolate eclairs. Really? That's yes, too much cream. It no. comes oozing out with your teeth and stuff like that. It's not good. Do you drizzle anything on your ice cream? I, I don't eat ice cream. No, no. And I would never drizzle anything on, on ice cream. I drizzle grenadine. Grenadine? Yes. Bro, I swear, you're an 80-year-old nana. You are. <laughs> Absolutely. You hey, Jenny, it was great talking to you. I always love talking ice cream. Thank you very much uh, <laughs> for, for reaching out to the Roz and Mocha show. Thanks, guys. Hey, wait, real quick. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh... It depends on the day. When I'm like feeling like I need to just like complain with someone, I love Roz. And then when I'm having a great day, <laughs> a great day I love Mocha. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so the answer is me. Thanks. <laughs> love you, Jenny. Thanks. Thanks. Love you too. All bye. Right, yeah, bye. bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, former Bachelor star Colton Underwood just finishing up an interview with Robin Roberts on Good Morning America. A lot of speculation going into this interview, what they were going to talk about, mm-hmm. whether he was going to address the um, stalker charges uh, laid against him by uh, his ex-girlfriend. Um, but then the conversation became maybe he's going to finally address the rumors of his sexuality. And so this is what went down this morning on Good Morning America. Obviously, like this year's been a lot for a lot of people, and it's probably made a lot of people look themselves in the mirror and figure out who they are and what they've been running from or what they've been putting off in their lives. And for me, um, I've ran from myself for a long time. I've hated myself for a long time, and I'm gay, and I came to terms with that earlier this year and have been processing it. And um, the next step in all of this was sort of letting people know. I'm still nervous, but um, yeah, it's, it's been a journey for sure. Through the nerves, I can see the joy. So prior to uh, him being on The Bachelor, remember the famous fence jump and, yeah. and all that stuff? And he was the virgin. That was like the, the ongoing storyline within it. Before that, he dated uh, Olympian uh, gymnast Allie Raceman. Um, and he went through the whole cycle of The Bachelor. Yeah. He was even on Paradise. He was even on Paradise. Who was it he hooked up with? Or not hooked up, but like, I think he fell in love with uh, Tia or something like that. Yeah, on the on the actual show, it was Cassie who made it to the end, but he did not propose, and then it was Cassie who accused him of stalking and harassment and everything else. Yeah. Uh, but this is uh, Colton from that same interview uh, today with Robin Roberts uh, addressing Bachelor Nation. So many people were cheering you on and wanting you to find love. And now they may feel that you misled the public and misled those women from that season. Yep. How do you address people who feel that way? I would understand why they think that way. And I mean, I thought a lot about this too, of 
do I regret being The Bachelor? And do I regret handling it the way that I did? I do. Um, I do think I could have handled it better. I'll say that. I just, I just wish I wouldn't have dragged people into my own mess of figuring out who I was. I, I, I genuinely mean that. But I also, at the same time, like, but I can sit here and say I'm sorry to all of those women. I can also say thank you. Because without them and without the Bachelor franchise, I don't know if I, like, this would have ever came out. Colton also sharing a message for Cassie, the woman he jumped the fence for on The Bachelor. I would like to say sorry for how things ended. I messed up. I made a lot of bad choices. Were you in love with Cassie? Yes. I mean, and that only made it harder and more confusing for me. Mm, wow. Maury said you knew, right? How did you know? He was following Channing Tatum. On what? Instagram. Come over your microphone. How did you How did you know? Because this this wasn't a surprise to you this morning. He was following Channing Tatum on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Lil Nas X is at it again. Again, another yeah. day. <laughs> another little Nas X story. Every day. Every damn Listen, day. There's a way you can keep your name out there and keep promoting that song. Yeah. Why not? So he's back to being uh, hanging out with kids again. Because huh? they were his main sort of audience for Old Town Road. Yeah. And then he distanced himself and did the video and all that stuff. But uh, he's back hanging out with kids. So there's a YouTube series called Arts and Raps. And it's hosted by these two kids, a girl named uh, Zaria and a little kid named Dylan. And they sit around and they have conversations with people as they paint. They just, they, like oh, the conversation so happens while they're all, while they're all painting. Yeah, I love it. And Lil Nas X was explaining to them what it means to come out of the closet. And what does it mean to it come out down. of the closet? It means you're like, hey, everybody, I'm this thing. And you guys didn't even know that, but now you know. Why are people in the closet in the first place? Because, you know, back to that thing I said earlier about what we we think about what other people think about us. So once we tell somebody we're this thing or that thing, their mind shifts completely. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter how close you are to them or whatever. I got a closet yeah. story. So uh, me and my o- older cousin keeps pushing my brother into the closet. And, like, we closed the door because we had a big in walk-in closet. Yeah. We closed the door and then blinked the lights on and off and then say, like, 666 oh. or Bloody Mary. And then he swore he saw something. Aww. That's exactly what happened to me. That's what I meant when I... <laughs> that's exactly what I meant when I said I was coming out of the closet. That's exactly what I meant. So but he did. Like, but I find it odd because I love Lil Nas X, and he is just—he is just one of the most unique entertainers um, that we've seen in a long time. He's—he's yeah. he's like the the most outsider of all outsiders. But he never said gay. I watched the whole clip, and he never said that he was gay, right? Like he was explaining what coming did into he ever the closet say is it before. No, because even huh. in this clip, right when yeah. she says, "Why were you in the closet?" Like go back and play the beginning of this. I wonder. Okay, what does it mean to come out of the closet? It means you're like, hey, everybody. I'm this thing, and you guys didn't even know that, but now you know. Why are people in the closet in the first place? Because, you know, back to that thing I said earlier about what we we think about what other people think about us. So once we tell somebody we're this thing or that thing, their mind shifts completely, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter how close you are to them. Huh. Right? It's interesting. So, Maury, come in here for a second. So he never said. 
No, and I and I watched and I I mean I skimmed through the whole thing. I didn't watch yeah. every everything, but uh, he didn't say he never said it right. And do I'm not blaming think- him. I mean, listen, this is not. I'm not saying he should have. Not saying he shouldn't yeah, have. Yeah. I'm just saying that I he came out you, you get the Bloody Mary story because because <laughs> right. right. I watched the whole thing, and her question was coming out of the closet. But I'm yes. wondering if. He then said gay, then they have to, he has to explain to these two kids what gay is. They know what gay is. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just they, they speculating as to why. They were like 11, 12 kind maybe of Maybe he old. didn't feel comfortable saying it in front of children. Right. I think that maybe he thought that like, you don't have to explain what coming out of the closet is. Yes. Right? Like it's just sort of going to be the point that I was going to make. Yeah. Like he just automatically assumes when you say you're out of the closet right. everybody around you know but we you generally all know though with right? children though but i think it was a uh, i'm uncomfortable talking about that in front of kids but i'll talk about the act of coming out of the closet right right and then you get that brilliant bloody mary story yeah i got a closet story for yeah. you little <laughs> you think your closet story is good wait till you hear my closet story <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast More changes are coming to Instagram, everybody. Yesterday, Adam Mosseri, the head of Instagram, tweeted this. He tweeted something about Instagram? Yeah. Why didn't he put it on Instagram? I don't know. So he tweeted this thread. I'd fire that guy. Explaining that the platform is, quote, testing a new option that lets you decide the experience that's best for you. Whether that's choosing not to see like counts on anyone else's posts, Mm -hmm. turning them off for your own posts, or keeping the original experience of kind of seeing everything. Oh, that's dumb. Instagram will now allow some users to choose the experience they want by opting to see likes on other posts, other people's posts, and turn off the like counts on their own posts. Now, this guy, the head of Instagram that tweeted this yesterday, which, as you mentioned, is pretty weird, mm-hmm. make an Instagram announcement on Twitter, said that uh, while they're testing this on Instagram, they're also exploring similar experiences over on Facebook. And if you remember, like, you look back in the past, I don't know, year and a half, mm-hmm. Instagram has, like, when it comes to the likes, mm-hmm. what you see versus what others see have mm-hmm. been like changing. I was one of the first people hit with not being able to see likes. Yeah. When they when they rolled that out, they rolled it out to like a select few people and sure. I got I I I it has been I don't even know pre-covid like almost 2 years. Yeah. And I haven't been able to see likes. It changed my life first of all in no way. Same. Right? In no way. It does not bother me at all. I I don't even, I'm not even curious about it anymore. Yeah. Because you can still see how many people commented. Like if that's your thing, you can still sort of base the judge. You can still sort of judge of pictures or a post popularity by how many people have commented on it. Yeah. But I, I do not in any way miss being able to see likes. I can see my own. You can always see your own. You can just go in and it'll tell you. But seeing other people's, I have no interest in that. I have zero interest in that. Damn, I just got changed over to the new way of doing things. Yeah. So if I want to see the likes on on posts, I have to switch over to my dog's account, which hasn't been changed in order to... You have to, to creep with your dog, oh, Andy Monroe's no. account? Yeah. In order to see people's likes? Yeah. Yeah, so you're the person that needs this. Yeah. 
So sure, you I have are, it. My dog, on the other hand. No, no, no. You're the person that they should take all your ability to see everything away. Yeah. So you everything. are who um, Instagram are targeting with this this message, saying that you know you can now choose how you use Instagram and what you see, whether it's other people's likes, your likes. I disagree with this, though. Other people seeing your likes. I don't think I see if you give somebody the option, nobody's going to turn it off. You think Damon Moore is going to choose to Absolutely turn it not. off? I no more. You're going to choose to through my dog's account. Yeah. Right. You are going to choose to have your own likes on. Right. To be able to see other people's right. likes and also the ability for other people to see how many people are liking your posts. Do you use your dog's Instagram account the same way you use your own? Like on when you're on Annie Monroe's Instagram account, do you DM a hot dogs? No, because because <laughs> <laughs> Matthew you also has access to you, it. You don't. You don't do that. You're not like you don't find like one of those like weird dogs in a tux with a crazy owner, and you, you, you don't slide in. No. Sup? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There is this 33-year-old woman in New Orleans who was checking on her investment account through her <laughs> bank, Bank of February, right? Uh-huh. Looking to see what funds are in there. Yeah. And found $1.2 million yes, she did. in the account. Now, the bank was only supposed to deposit $82. Right. And accidentally... Gave her 1.2 mil. I don't right. know how that mistake happens, eh. but the mistake happened. Sure. Guaranteed the bank is going to figure it out and rectify the situation, yeah. right? Yeah. So in that moment, you have a couple options. You could either call the bank and be like, yo, y'all, I don't have, this is not my money. Mm-hmm. Do something because I don't want to get in trouble, mm-hmm. right? Number two, you wait a couple of days and eventually the bank will figure it out and take that money back. Maybe send you an email, maybe give you a phone call. Hey, not sure if you checked your account. This is done by mistake, right? Sure. Or number three, start spending that money slowly. Mm-hmm. So this 33-year-old in New Orleans, after seeing that she had $1.2 million in her bank account, uh, decided to transfer all of the money out of the account mm-hmm. and bought herself a house yep. and bought herself a Hyundai uh, Genesis, yep. a brand new car. Girl. The other thing about this story is that this girl... She works for the sheriff's department, so she knows right from wrong. Of course. And what's deemed a crime, what isn't? Most people would know Most people, right? But if you work for the sheriff's department, come on. Yes. Right? Yeah. You hold yourself to a higher standard. Completely. So then the bank did figure it all out, and this 33-year-old woman from New Orleans was arrested for theft, bank fraud, and illegal transmission of monetary funds. Yeah. Which is interesting, those charges. Why? Well... I agree. Just, I agree. It just, with, it just showed up. She didn't orchestrate it, right? Right. It wasn't. But, she didn't have a friend on the inside who hit enter. But you know, and then it was they a were mistake. going, and then they were going halvesies on things. No, I know, but you know, yeah, in that moment, yeah, right, yeah, like you know. Okay, fine. Maybe you transfer like a couple thou, right, right, and you start spending it, right, right. That's like if you find a bag of cash on the street. I'm not touching it. No. No, I'm not touching it at all. No finders keepers, huh? Nope. No. No. Cause then I just I keep thinking back. You know what show always pops into my head whenever yeah. something weird like that happens? Yeah. Is on ABC, what would you do? With John Quinones. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I, you think you're gonna be right? you think you're being filmed hundred percent. Yeah. Cause all of a sudden he jumps out from behind a car yeah. and he's like, Hey, how you doing, sir? My name is John Quinones from What Would You Do? Yeah. And 
What were you going to do with that bag of money? Yeah. And you're like, obviously the orphans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Duh, I was going to go to the shelter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Buy cans of soup. I'm on my way to all the churches right now. Yeah. You want to come? Single, every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. You got the cameras. Come film. Yeah. I, God, I know. But people are so desperate. I know, get it. Well, come on, like, man. 1.2 million bucks? Sure. Yes. But you, you never think of the bank's money as somebody else's money. I think that there's always a line that people draw in these situations where it's it's not like if she got an email receipt and her name was, you know, Daphne and the email receipt said, you know, hey, Daphne, but it was a completely different last name and it was obviously a mistake and it was somebody else's money. Another then, Daphne's then, money. Yeah, then you feel different, but you never, people generally don't feel bad taking a bank's money, mm-hmm. Right. We've been we've been conditioned from all heist movies, the speech that the you know the guy running the job gives to somebody else, or when they walk into the bank with guns, oh. you know this is not your money. This is insured. It's the bank's money. Yeah. It's the evil don't, empire. Don't feel bad. Your sure. money's still safe. This is just the bank's money. Um, you know, so we're conditioned to believe that. So when the bank's money winds up in your account, people are like finders keepers, man. I don't think this lady thought. Hell of that, no, she's like, a right cop. Through. Right, she didn't think about all that. No, she was like one point two mil. I better t- I, yes. like, take this money now. Transfer. Do you right? have time to, for me to tell you how I rip off the bank? How do you rip off the bank? You can more. You can have all the time on the radio oh. to tell everyone, including we don't have the time. bank. Mocha says we don't have, how you, have time. How no, you rip I, off the bank? Me. Go ahead. How do you rip off the bank? So when I roll my coins. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> yeah. You know, it says how much is supposed to go on each thing. It says right on the side or whatever. Yeah. I sometimes put in a couple less quarters. Right. Tape it up so they think that it's two dollars, but really, it's a buck fifty. Don't they put it in a counting machine though? Yeah. No, but when you deposit it, right? They bring it there. Yeah. They it's already rolled up for you. They tally it up by reading what's on the side right. and give you the money. So you're up what now? Like six, seven bucks over the years. Over the years, I'd say I'd say probably twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at you, you rebel. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. If you're an Apple nerd like me, then you have uh, Tuesday marked in your calendar as the next big Apple event day. Oh, what happens? It's called Spring Loaded. And it's expected that Apple will be announcing new iPads, uh, iPad Pros, new Macs, a new set of AirPods. And then new AirPods, yeah, and then uh, the long rumored Air Tags. What's an Air Tag? Which are trackers, little. I don't know if they'll be circles or not, like the little discs, uh, right? That you can slip like into your bag, into your wallet. Uh, you can attach to your your key ring. So if they go missing, then through your phone, you could track where these things are. I don't know right. if you've seen those. Um, what's that brand? Tile. Have mm-hmm. you seen those? I have one. Let me show you. No. I have it on my jacket. You know, years ago, years ago, when I say years ago, I mean in the 90s, I get an argument with somebody uh-huh. because I, I, was, I was asking why there wasn't a technology where you could just put something in your kid's school bag uh-huh. that would just track them and you could just call it, where's my kid, right? Sure. And because I think there was a story where some kid went missing or something like that. And I remember arguing at the time and it was unanimous. Every other thing, every person I had this conversation with, and it was a frivolous conversation, something you would have over drinks. And I remember every single conversation I had with anyone at the time, smart people, way smarter than me. Everybody 
destroyed the idea as an absolute gross invasion of privacy, even if it comes at the benefit of finding a lost kid Mm -hmm. that it was just such an insane the idea was so incredibly insane as a gross invasion of privacy that you would be able to put something inside somebody's bag let alone a child where you'd be able to track their movements yeah and now you want to track everything and now we track everything right like this so this this is the tile that i have right yeah what does that do so it syncs my phone so if i lose my keys then i can just go on the app on my phone and then see where my keys are. Really, huh? How yeah. accurate is it? Like, can you do it if Completely. you lose your keys in your house? Absolutely, will, yes. Or will it just tell you they're in the house, yeah, or will then, it tell you exactly where in the so house they the are? So the one that I have, um, it emits a sound. Right. Right? So I can hit it on the app, and then it'll start making noise, and once I get close, right. then I know where it is. See, so, I need- like, when I, when I travel, used to travel, yes. right? When I go to Vegas or whatever, I would yeah. keep one of these, like, in my bag. Really, huh? Yeah. See, I need the opposite of that. Okay. Okay. I, I need something that I keep in my pocket that will uh-huh. tell me where my phone is instead of having my phone in my pocket to tell me where all my other things are. Because <laughs> the thing that I lose more than anything is my phone. You should get another phone. <laughs> is that my solution? Yeah. And two phones? Yeah. And then and, and, no. they, tra- and they track each other. No, they have to beat that. <laughs> no. no way. No, Problem solved. No chance. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Mocha's birthday. Thank you. <laughs> How old are you today? Do you want to say or no? You don't say. You I'm still a young do. guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there an appetite still? And I know the story comes out every couple of months, but yeah. or a few weeks. Is there still an appetite for this friends reunion? There was, I think, before COVID happened. There and was, then, right? Uh, yeah, there there was. And then I think that the problem was that everybody started doing Zoom reunions for some incredibly classic shows yeah. and films. And, and then they were doing like the, the live reads. Yeah, and they would do them for charity or whatever it was. But we got spoiled during COVID with cast reunions. And it was really incredible. Like, yeah. like absolutely incredible. So I, I think that the desire for nostalgia was really ramped up during COVID and you just wanted things that felt like home and you wanted things that felt comfortable. And when the friends reunion was announced, there'd always been this desire to have a friends reunion. But I I think that people more wanted to see the characters back together as opposed to the actors back together. They wanted like a one-off, like do a a, a movie or a one-hour episode or something just so we can see where all these characters are now. Um, Because I think that that's what the desire actually was. No, so but, much like the 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 Fresh Prince reunion, it's just a cast of friends coming back yeah, together but exactly. to talk about episodes, their characters, y- yeah, stuff like that, right? Like there were amazing reunions over COVID, like incredible. Yeah. So so it was there a, a huge desire to see the cast of friends get back together and maybe just sit around and talk about the show? Sure. Do I think that that desire is anywhere close to what it was when uh, two years ago or whatever it was when they first announced that this thing was going to happen? Yeah. No, hell no. Yeah, I'm less interested now than I was yeah. when... And the news first broke because yeah. it's going to be on HBO Max. We know that. Yeah. Uh, they filmed it last, I think they wrapped up on Friday. Right. They filmed the entire reunion, but they still didn't release a, like, no like clips, an air no date. No, no clips, no. nothing, right? Like Matthew Perry put something out on social and then quickly deleted it. I guess somebody asked him 
uh, not to put the news out there until they officially. He, Matthew Perry tweeted and deleted. Yeah, come on. Yeah, he put out. On. He was like in a makeup chair talking about getting the makeup done before meeting up with his quote unquote friends. Right. So they did the the reunion. It's going to be with HBO Max, but they still haven't announced. Nobody said anything about anything. <laughs> what is that, Maury? What? 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 Can I, nobody can hear you. I don't know what you're doing with your hands right now. <laughs> you have news. You got news. What happened? They're, uh, they uh, filmed it in front of the original fountain, and there were bleachers set up for our audience, but they say that those were paid people that were there. Because you have to pay people for COVID regulations, exactly. right? And they yeah. used the original set, too. So hold on here. So they what? shot it. So the fountain is, is a set. It's not like in a real park, right? No, they, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a set. Yeah. It's a prop. Yeah. Huh. So they filmed it there, and then there was a studio audience, and everybody signed NDA, so we're not going to get any spoilers from it. Not, I don't even know what you could possibly spoil from a friend's reunion. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking here. I don't see an air date. Do you know what the air date is more? No, it says no. it'll be a, a couple of They haven't even announced it, yeah, right? No, they yeah. haven't announced it. Yeah. So, like, the long, like so, they, they keep releasing news on this Friends reunion every couple of weeks, but then we still have no air date, which, again, makes this reunion less special. And, and there is no way that this is even going to come close to satiating what fans actually want. Unless, no, there's no way. unless there's it turns no out way. that it's exactly what we want and they were not telling us all along. What, that it was they shot an episode? Right? Hell no. no. Absolutely HBO not. could never afford that. Yeah, no they, they way. They would never be able to I don't afford think so. what that took. You so, never know. Chance. All we know is that it's going to be on HBO Max. They filmed the reunion. We yeah. just have no air date. But they right. found and they but filmed they the did, front of the yes, sure yes. the, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. HBO Max is developing a new reality competition show, Roz. Tell me if you'd be interested in watching this. It's called The Real Magic Mike. Excuse me. And it will feature 10 men who have, quote, lost their magic. <laughs> <laughs> so is this like Queer Eye for the Half-Naked Guy? I think so. Yeah? Here's what the description reads. They will bear their souls and more as they evolve their bodies, learn to perform spectacular routines, and develop a new level of self-confidence. Excuse me. As they strip. <laughs> They'll rid themselves of emotional baggage and regain their mojo. More, is this something you watch with Matthew or you watch alone? Alone, Mori says. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So they're competing for a cash prize, but then to also appear in the uh, Vegas Magic Mike yeah, show. Yeah, because magi- the Magic that, Mike right? show is a real thing, right? Yeah, like it's an actual is. like strip review show, Channing right? Channing Tatum has shown up. Right. And Channing Tatum, I believe, is going to be um, producing this HBO Max reality show. Really? Huh? Well. Yeah. Interesting. Now, yeah. Maury, so you're obviously interested in this. Like, you don't even have to be single to enter. Right. Well, oh. excuse me. <laughs> We're talking about watching Hold it, bro. on. But you would, would you do this? Oh, uh, yeah. There's no. no I don't way. think I'd win, there's but it'd be fun to. But be this a- isn't about, like, it's not about, from what I, the way I understand it, the way, what, the way that you just described this, Mocha, yeah. was this isn't so much like, you know, great hard bodies of. You know, North America. That's how I read Th- it. This is more along the lines of people who have lost confidence. Completely, People yeah. who are at a point in their lives of where maybe they don't feel their best. People who are, like, it's about the whole person. But they're as still a, hot. As opposed to the six-pack, right? Mm-hmm. But I imagine that they'll train you up. Like, if you showed up looking like you, right? Yeah. 
Um, I imagine that they would run you through like a biggest loser type so, yeah, thing. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like the biggest loser. But only you have to like do it oiled, I imagine, right? <laughs> I don't know about like, for like every single day. But they would also Maybe. teach you, I'm sure, how to do the dance moves and whatnot. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, part yeah, of yeah, it yeah. choreography sure. is part of Which it. Which we've all tried watching the movies. We have not all tried watching the movies. I wonder if you have to live in the same house, like if it's one of those situations. Um, yes. Like if you're all in the same house as part of... The process. It's too much oil. You would never be able to open a door in that house. <laughs> everything would just be like, everything would be covered in oil. You would go, you would wake up in the morning and sit on the toilet and slide right off. Like now, there's so think, much oil. Yeah, but also there'd this, be Speedos hanging everywhere. Everywhere. Do you think part of this, they actually teach you how to properly oil? Oh. Like, is there a proper way? Like, where do you start? I thought there was an oil person. You hope that there's an oil person. <laughs> Maury, don't say I thought. I don't say, assume. no, 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 like, no, 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 no. do they teach you, no. you think? Like proper, okay. what is the right way? Where on your body? Where to you start? start? Which you start, way? You go from with top the grain to or against the grain? Right. Do you go from top to bottom, or do you go from bottom to top? You, like, where have you guys been? Anyone that's that does these strip shows never oils themselves. Excuse me. Where have we been? <laughs> I don't know. Not stripping. <laughs> yeah, at home with our families. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Have you ever heard of Molly Yeah? No. She's got a show on the Food Network called Girl Meets Farm. Okay. And there's a video that's going viral viral right now from her show. All right. I'm going to play you the clip in a second. But people are freaking out, okay? Um, her bio, because you don't know who she is, it says here, Molly makes dishes inspired by her Jewish and Chinese heritage that are not only delicious, but also beautiful to look at. Okay. With her fresh and tasty ideas, Molly brings multicultural Midwestern inspiration and fun to kitchens across America. Matzo fried rice. There you go. Right? I'm down. Some of the Twitter reaction I'm going to read to you first, and then I'm going to play you a clip from the show. Okay. Food Network is just trolling us at this point, right? Reads one tweet. Another one said, The upsetting part is that I love Molly Yeah in concept, but this recipe is unforgivable to the point of trolling. Oh, wow. A- another Twitter user wrote, People should really not, p- not post videos of their crimes on social media. <laughs> another one said, She's been stuck in the pandemic too long. Oh, no. Another tweet said, oh, Serious no. question. Does she deserve a COVID vaccine after this? Oh, wow. Molly Yeh from the Food Network. The viral video is of her making what she calls crunchy snap pea popcorn salad. Whenever I make this salad, I have to make extra popcorn so I can snack on it while I'm cooking. I love that cheesy seasoning. The texture of the popcorn in this salad is so weirdly good. I just can't get enough of it. This is nice and combined. I'll dump this into my serving bowl. I'll just pile it in. And then to finish it, I'll top it with my reserved celery leaves and a pile of watercress. And the watercress will add a peppery kick and just a beautiful pop of green on top. I'll mm. chop off the stems. I'll pile on the full leaves and then my celery leaves. Hold on. See, it looks like you're gonna get a salad, but you look underneath and you see a pile of popcorn. Hold on. And this is a salad that you eat with a spoon. <laughs> that is like crunch on crunch on crunch. And I love the white cheddar powder in there. 
Okay. Okay. The ingredients for this popcorn okay. salad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you got popcorn, peas, carrots, shallots, watercress, celery, leaves as well. The salad dressing is mayo, sour cream, cider vinegar, sugar, and Dijon mustard. Mix all together in one bowl, and you eat it with a spoon. With watercrest on top. So it's popcorn and watercrest. Correct. Dijon-y popcorn watercrest, right? Yeah. That's weird, man. And that's why people are going in. <laughs> and people are not happy. They love her. They can't get behind the concept of mixing popcorn with your salad and then having to eat it with a spoon. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, but it does feel like trolling a little, huh? Just a tad. Because that's not a thing, right? Like, that's not a thing. That's a made-up thing. Right? Yeah. Like that's you were not a little bored and you thing. were like, I'm going to try something. I'm going to experiment, do something new. I got this right. show on Food Network. Let me see right. what kind of reaction I would get. Yeah. This is like what you think of when you're alone on peyote in the desert. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. This is what high people think of. I'll leave you with this last tweet that okay. somebody uh, in response to Molly's crunchy snap pea popcorn salad. If you ever looked at the popcorn salad and thought, hmm, that looks good, then I never want to hear you talk about being worried about what's in the COVID vaccine. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, they postponed the Junos. That's happening again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Postpone to when? Uh, like uh, next it was, year? I guess it was supposed to be May and now it's June. Oh, okay. Something like that. Month. They're, Why, are they every, hoping that more people are going to get vaccinated so they can do an actual uh, event? Oh, God, I don't know. I, I, it's not even, it's not going to happen, right? Like, they're not going to have know, enough. Like, why a month? I don't know. I don't know. Because I think maybe they want to make sure, like, just make sure that we're not in full lockdown and they're kind of throwing money down on the fact that things may be a bit better in June than they would be in May. Nah, I, I don't, don't so. I don't know. I don't. It's, like, it's beyond me. Apparently... The country has all these vaccines, yeah. but at the same time are closing down clinics because there aren't enough vaccines. Right. So I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> all right. I know. I know that they're, what are they doing? Are they fencing up the cherry blossom trees in High Park? Is that what they're doing? Like yeah, you're so allowed I, in High Park, but correct. you can't like, High Park oh, is staying God's open, sake. but they are putting fences around so people don't get too close. People are still going to go. Oh, God. Uh, and they said that they're going to set up a webcam if you want to enjoy it. <laughs> like it's a baby giraffe or something? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to sit there and watch cherry blossoms on web. There's you cherry blossom should. trees all over this city. Like, I've been seeing pictures in out of Vancouver. Yeah. The cherry blossoms out there. Yeah. No diss to the cherry blossoms of Toronto. Right. But the ones in Vancouver are right. amazing. Really, huh? Like, like a little bit better than the Toronto ones. <laughs> I would not have an opinion on that. You can show me two cherry blossom trees and I'd be like, yeah, cool. I don't know. Maybe How would it take you to form an opinion? Like you saw a picture of a cherry blossom tree from Vancouver? No, pictures. Uh, pictures. Because I saw one and then I was like, you were oh, like, let, me, let me see what these cherry blossoms Wow, these are better here. than ours? Yeah. So I started like looking at other <laughs> photos, right? From all these people in Vancouver. Yeah. Like professional photographers and like just regular <laughs> okay. amateurs, right? right? Just regular people with their right. phones. Right. And 
I don't know if the cherry blossoms in the West Coast are different from the East, <laughs> but they look way better. The ones in Vancouver. Yeah. Like I'd watch a live cool. stream if they had that. Yeah. Cool. I'm not going to watch the ones, the jabroni looking ones in cool. Toronto now. Cool. We'll lay off first of all. Okay. Don't be so rude about it. <laughs> they don't get as nearly as much snow as we do. Okay. The growing season saying. is much longer. I don't know. Maybe the soil is already different. in bloom. Or no. Listen, just, just shush your mouth. <laughs> Why right. gotta be so rude? Don't get me wrong. The ones in Toronto, gorgeous, yeah. beautiful. The ones in Vancouver, anyway. level up. So I also think that they're going to let us drink in parks again this summer, but only I fear not. going to I fear going to a park. I fear going to a park. Yeah, because as soon as you slip your mask down, you're going to have gonna like a picture taken of me. A bunch of folks. Yeah, exactly. look at this guy. Exactly. How dare you? Right. Enjoy your beverage in the yeah, sunshine. I'm terrified. You know what uh, Catherine and Roxy have started doing? Because what? it's it's spring break right now, yeah. right? And you can't do anything, uh-huh. right? Like you cannot do anything. So they jumped in the car yesterday and uh, put a blindfold on rocks. God, okay. Okay. And <laughs> they had an hour time limit. <laughs> Jeez. And Catherine just put her foot on the gas. And for 45 minutes, Roxy just said left, right. And whenever Catherine hit her first left or her first right, she had to take it. And then when they took the blindfold off, they figured out where in the city they were. <laughs> and then they is went that, and then they well, went and then they went the, and then they went for snacks at like the closest place they could find which apparently was one of the best ice cream places in the city by oh, the way wow. yeah um so that's how that's where we've got that's where we got because we can't go anywhere can't go anywhere everything's in lockdown yep can't even go to a park nope nope so now you're driving so blindfolded you're, you're blindfolding yeah. your kid yeah saying left right left right <laughs> oh, man. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Roz and Mocha's DM Deep Dive. Our DM is where all the weird lives. Man, I love this segment on the Roz and Mocha Show. We are getting into the DMs. Uh, these are the comments, the questions, the things that you have to say all up in our DMs. Deepa Prashad is here, who is in charge of our DMs. Yes. And um, the the look of shock on your face sometimes when you're <laughs> reading these. <laughs> <laughs> or or the, the responses that I get sometimes is what's true, most shocking. True, true, true. Specifically from Roz and his hygiene routine. Stop which is just, it, sorry. stop it. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you got today? The first comment comes from Anonymous. Driving my two kids, Robert and Madison, five and seven, both say, Roz, you have a cool, deep ninja voice. They just wanted you to know. Ninja. Oh, that's ninja. super cute. I like that. Have I, you heard that before? Ninja voice? I've heard ninja everything, Deepa. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Wow. Not because I'm fast at certain things. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. I never know he was there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Okay. Uh, this question comes from Leslie. Do women still wear thongs anymore? Just curious. It was wash time and I found one in the back of my drawer and it feels like I'm being assaulted. So just curious to know if thongs are still a thing. I love how she's asking both of Do you. Do women if, sell thongs anymore? No, still wear thongs. Oh, still wear still thongs. Still wear I thongs. assume yeah. so. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I love how you guys are the, apparently the experts on, on, well, on this well, subject. What's the answer, Deepa? One, I don't know. One, yeah? I live, one, I live with a woman. Two, I have Instagram. Oh, true. <laughs> oh, what is on your Instagram Nothing, feed, you just Rob? You don't even have to. Like regular people should why, why, take pictures of themselves in thongs. Um, I will say in my house, I can only speak for Catherine and I can only speak out of turn here because she's not here to comment on her own underpants. Um, <laughs> but I, I, but I, would, I would say that Catherine is generally 100% still thong. Okay. Yeah. So then, yeah. Sometimes they're so small. It looked like... 
I thought it was rolled up in such a tiny little ball because yeah. it had just come out of the the, the dryer, oh, and it worse, was it was ra- it was wrapped up in such a tiny little ball. I thought the cat threw up on the bed. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, it looked <laughs> like a, it looked like say, a hairball. I thought you were gonna say you thought it was like a tissue or something. No, it <laughs> looked like a, it looked like a hairball, <laughs> like it was it was black, right? And I went to pick it up with toilet paper, <laughs> and then I realized, <laughs> and, then, and then I realized that it was panties. And as soon as I had it in my hand in the toilet paper, the first thing I did was immediately looked over my shoulder because had Catherine walked into the room while I had a pair oh, of her underpants in my hand we're holding it with toilet paper it would have been over for us yeah, completely <laughs> right yeah. yeah yeah no so definitely definitely tiny yeah Jenna still, Jenna still has her thongs yeah. yeah okay next question is from Anonymous hey guys what's your personal phone number I would love to request a song uh, 416-870-8888 there you go <laughs> Who asked that? Uh, anonymous. Anonymous. Everyone's always anonymous. anonymous. Like, don't be afraid to use your name. Yeah, if you used your name, you probably could have gotten their real phone number. Here, try this one. Uh, 416-312. Four. What, Maury? Oh, that's Maury's number. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when that one time I gave out Maury's number except for one number? No, I gave out his phone number with the with except for one number, and it took people like ten minutes because at first nothing happened on his phone. Yeah, but then people were just going through trying to figure out which one it was by just like process of elimination. And then and Maury got how long? Maury got. Still, are you serious? Yeah, still, he gets text messages and and random calls from people. Oh yeah, because in my head, I was like, I didn't give out your number, and then I was like, oh yeah, right. Because, like, there's only like it's one of nine. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you didn't leave much up to like investigate about that. No, I felt bad for that for a really oh long time. A really I long think time. Maury should just change his phone number, probably. Yeah. Anyway, what else we got? Yeah. Um, go okay, so this question comes from Casey. Damn it, Maury, constantly talking about popcorn has me waiting and wondering on one of life's greatest mysteries is one kernel of corn like a cob the same healthiness as a piece of popcorn and why is one considered a snack and one is a side dish i think it's well, just the way one is fried in oil yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way each one of them are prepared right, right? It, it's like it's a difference between like a potato and a chip you can bake a potato yeah and it's gonna have whatever a potato has but you know you could eat a potato chip and it's a it's a much different thing it is right so yeah but i I love popcorn. What about, do you guys like eating corn off the cob? Yes, I do. I love. It. What do you mean you miss I, it? Why I don't can't you just do it corn? anymore because Why? I had braces and I have like a permanent retainer behind my teeth. Yeah. Right. It's literally just a wire. If I eat anything hard, like off the cob or like bite into an apple, my retainer can rip off. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was so because like stuff gets stuck in there. It can get stuck as well, but it's still hard to eat with it. So I can't explain. No so more corn other, on the cob. What other foods are you not able to eat because of your retainer? Uh, Like apples, I can't bite into anymore. I literally have to cut really? it up into small pieces. Corn yeah. on the cob, I can't do anymore. Yo, you should get. You're like, a, you're like a baby now. Yeah, I'm like you a should baby. get. We ordered one of these on Amazon. You know, I love gadgets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ordered one of these on Amazon. I think it's actually supposed to show up this week, uh, but it is like a corn uh, a peeler, like a cob peeler. Oh. So once you cook the corn, yeah. you put it on one end of the cob and you just like slice it right down. What's and the it point takes, of that? And it takes the corn like clean off of the uh, off Ooh. the cob. Yeah. What's what is the it point called? of that? Well, it's for people like me who can't eat it off the cob. So <laughs> just thank buy you a for creating it. 
just buy a can of corn. I guess. But it's but not the same when you like roast it and then you like shave it off the cob. It's a yeah, different Yeah, true, true, true. I like it. I, I do. I really love corn on the cob. Yeah. I like that Mexican street corn where you just like douse it in uh, like. Oh, in butter and crum- spices? Crumbled oh, yes. cheese mm. and, and white sour creamy mm. dill, not dill, like cucumber sort of yep. drizzle on it and. Hot sauce. And certain and, parts of it are a little bit burny. Yeah, yeah. I just, oh, I'll just take corn on the cob and just stick it right over the gas burner. Mm, Black it up. And sad because I can't eat corn. Oh, on yeah. the sorry. Cob. Sorry, Deepa. Sorry. <laughs> These are the kind of questions and comments we get in the DM. So feel free to find us on uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere uh, you can find the Razamoga show and get into our DMs and we'll go through them and uh, Deepa will read them with us every single day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Taylor Swift was on uh, Stephen Colbert last night, and everybody's trying to look for clues because Taylor loves dropping clues to her fans about what's coming next. And fans are now convinced that 1989 will be the next re-record that Taylor drops and they also claim that based on this interview clip that they've figured out the date so oh, here really? here is Taylor Swift and Stephen Colbert talking about the track Hey Stephen and how it's not written about Stephen Colbert and then I will go come back and I will tell you all the things that we did not hear that hardcore Swift fans did oh. Hey Stephen is not about you any more than my album 1989 is about that year you spent waiting tables on the lunch shift at Scuzzi, an Italian restaurant in the River North area of Chicago that, by the way, serves a really incredible slice of pizza. How, how, how do you even know that? Please, anybody who frequently checks your Wikipedia page would know that. How often are you checking my Wikipedia page? You need to calm down, which, by the way, is also not a song about you. You know, if I was going to write a song about you, I would just be like, I mean, it's too obvious to call it Hey Steven. You would call it something more detailed, right? Songwriting is all about the details. So you go, Hey Steven, I love you on the TV and all the stuff you did on The Daily Show. And that time you were on Law and Order, you're 5'11, your middle name's Tyrone. Social security number is 33035. Do not say my social security number. No matter how much you insist, that Hey Steven isn't about me, I keep getting the strong feeling that it is. That's really, that seems like a you thing <laughs> for you to sort of process. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the thing about that feeling that I think yes. that maybe you should yes. address within yourself, I think it's something that you should process and then take the feeling that you're feeling. Yes, my valid feeling. And just shake it off. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. A lot of song references. Okay, there. A lot of song, a lot of references in there. So here's what one fan tweeted. Taylor made several raf- references to 1989. Shake it off was referenced. Yeah. She also said that Stephen Colbert's social security number was three, three, zero, three, five, three plus three plus zero plus three plus five equals 14. They say that means May 14th, which is also a Friday. Then she mentioned You Need to Calm Down, which is track 14 on Lover. The first single off 1989 Taylor's version may come out May 14th. Need to Calm Down, Shake It Off, and Hey Steven are the mentioned tracks um, on the album. 1989 equals the fifth album. You Need to Calm Down equals the 14th track. Shake It Off equals the sixth track. Hey Steven is the fourth track. Connecting the theory that April, that the last album announcement came out April 8th, 
when they got the date for that, meaning that all these hidden Easter eggs in this interview clearly state that the new album is going to drop on May 14th. Yo, math genius. <laughs> okay. Come on. Okay. I would never be able to figure all okay. that out. Okay. Like, how much time do you think that okay. one person spent on that theory? I No, I, I, honestly, not that much. I think that they know what to look for, and then they yeah. sh- just start doing math until it fits something for them, until they find some sort of connection. Right. Right? To, the hard part would be Taylor Swift coming up with the puzzle. Right? Solving the puzzle isn't the hard part, so as you Taylor know. So did Taylor Swift then come up with this puzzle with Stephen Colbert? Probably, Yes. Why not? Why would Stephen Colbert not want that on his show? Oh, yeah, no, of, of course. course he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? If she was like, hey, I'm going to do this whole rap about you and working at the pizza joint in 1989 and hey, Stephen, but I'm just going to drop Easter egg after Easter egg, yeah. clue after clue, and then my fans are going to be really, obsessing about this interview. Because Taylor Swift has really embraced the Easter egg. Yes. Yes. With yes. her fans, right? So, yes. So, anyway, so that's what fans are saying now, that uh, 1989 is going to be the next uh, Taylor version, and uh, fans are convinced that that will come out May 14th. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. Hello, Mary. Welcome to the Bras and Mocha Show. Hi, how are you? We're doing great. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Uh, what is on your mind? What's going on, girl? Hey, I don't know how to let go of having extremely high expectations for myself. So you wrote, it says, Razamoka fixed my life. Um, you have extremely high expectations and you put it all on yourself. And uh, you want to know how to not let other people's opinions get the best of you. You say, I set quite high expectations for myself. And when I fail to meet them, I'm very hard on myself. I could also use some tips uh, for how to keep a good headspace when those expectations are failed. So is this more than, I guess, what other people are saying and then you get into your own head? Or do you have, like, goals or things that you want to get accomplished and you still get into your own head without people saying anything? Uh, I I have goals that I want to accomplish that, like, no one says anything. I just get in my own head about it. How much time are you spending? Like, give us the split here, okay? Because when it comes to setting goals and, and putting these incredibly high expectations on yourself... Um, how much time are you spending trying to crush those expectations compared to how much time you spend preparing to crush those expectations? Um, well, I, I've been, I guess, preparing, like I've been trying to do these things for like 10 years or so, but, um, so I've just been kind of keep on going, keep on going, but. So are the expectations that you put on yourself higher than the expectations you feel other people put on you? Oh, absolutely. Why? Why do you feel that you need to exceed what's expected of you in any way? Uh, I just feel like I need to be, like, the best, or I need to be better, or just, like, keep going, you know? I I don't want to fall short of anything. But where does that come from, though? Your parents? No, my definitely myself. Oh. I guess my parents a bit. <laughs> so, Mary, can you talk about what what is it? Like, can you give us an example of, so you said, like, the past 10 years now. Is it work stuff? Um. Yeah, so... Currently, I'm not in any type of school, so I've kind of tried to pursue um, my equestrian career, so with horses and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, that's quite a big goal and kind of there's not really an end um, goal to it. But I guess just having these expectations on myself to be better and to be the best and to go as far as I can with it could be a lot and having the pressure of then my parents and everyone's 
kind of thinking, oh, she's not in school. She's not doing anything with her life, that kind of stuff. So how many people succeed in that world? Uh, I would say quite a few. It depends on what you define as success. How do you define success? Um, great question. <laughs> um, so you have all these expectations. Sure. You have all these expectations on yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. And you put so much pressure on yourself, and you want to win, 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 and you want to get to the top, and you want to be successful, and you want all yeah. this, but you have no idea even how you define success. Yes, pretty much. Okay, that's a problem. That's something mm-hmm. you got to figure out. You don't, you don't, you, you feel that you're working towards something, but you don't even know what you're working towards. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to continue to live that way, how are you ever going to be satisfied? Right. And you don't, and, and you don't even necessarily have to be satisfied, but you, but you keep saying that you put these high expectations on yourself. And what it sounds like to me is you don't even really have a goal in mind. So that's why I asked you at the beginning of this, how much time are you, you spending executing the expectations and how much time are you using preparing for the expectations or preparing to win? Because if you were preparing, you would have a goal in mind. You would have a definitive idea of what success looks like to you. And you're working so hard right now and you're killing yourself and you're putting the expectations on you way above what other people are putting on you but you don't even know why yeah I've tried to kind of let go of like an end goal because like sometimes I feel like that is so un- like unattainable like let's say to go to the Olympics or something like how many people go do you know what I mean so I've tried to set like smaller goals but I don't necessarily uh, associate those smaller goals with success. Okay, but what is what needs to happen in order for you to feel that you've that you've succeeded? Mm. I I guess just getting all those smaller goals. I think in order for you to marry, in order for you to proceed with anything, is you have to know the know answer. What you're working for yeah, to what Roz asked you, like what is your definition of success? Right? What's that mm-hmm. end goal, and what's going to make you happy? You got to figure that out first. And it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to be an end goal that can't move, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the end goal can change all the time. And, and I'm with you on on uh, setting out these sort of smaller things to crush as opposed to working towards one thing that's way too much pressure. And life just doesn't work that way. Um, but you can work towards these things. And, and most times people reduce the expectations they have on themselves because they have fear of disappointing people, right? And then that right. way, if, if, you never, if you never fail you're going to live a life where you don't ever feel like a loser or you've, you've, you've never let anybody down. And some people are comfortable living that way. Other people put these incredible expectations on themselves that far exceed the expectations that other people's put on you. And all you do is then just set yourself up for failure. So you're constantly failing yourself. You're not failing anybody else. You're constantly failing yourself. And if you don't know how to use those failures as motivation, if you don't know how to learn from those failures, uh, then you're in for a, a, a life of disappointment. Mm-hmm. I agree. So you yeah, got some homework makes, to do. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Does that help, Mary? Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you guys so much. You got some okay. stuff to think about there. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Tomorrow is a big day for our friend Cardinal Official. His quest for fire, Firestarter Volume 1 album turns 20, featuring hits like McCarty Slang, Old Time Killing, and the Mary Jane remix with Sean Paul. He was just appointed Senior Vice President of AR at Universal Music Canada. 
We welcome back to the Rise of Mocha Show. Big celebration, big anniversary. Can I get it, y'all? <laughs> the one and only Mr. Cardinalo Vichel. Always a pleasure to have you join us on the show, brother. So Saturday is the big day. How pumped are you? Firestarter Volume 1, Quest for Fire, 20 years, man. Now, you know what? It is incredible. First and foremost, especially in these times, as crazy as they are, I'm just blessed to still be here in all honesty and as like you know as cliche or maybe even as dramatic as it sounds like um if there's anything that i've learned during these times it's to like celebrate every little thing and i think for me this is not a little thing it's, it's a big thing so i'm super i'm super stoked i mean think about it like when i was doing it at the time i had no idea where it would take me you know what I'm saying? Like we did old time killing in a in a Scarborough basement. Um, you know, I did Bacardi slang in, in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I didn't even have two dollars to my name at that at that time. And I had also just lost my dad. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it was a incredibly difficult time, but it was an incredibly triumphant time. And I mean, in that 20 years, I've seen the world 10 times over and I've seen our city and our country grow and amplify and I've seen, you know, now it's commonplace for people to say the biggest artists in the world come, you know, come from Toronto. But mm -hmm. when this album released, that wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't a thing. So I'm, I'm super proud of, you know, myself and everybody else who contributed to this album, but I'm super proud of, you know, as a city where we've where we've come in, in in this time and you do get recognized and i think that that's one of the great things your impact on this city and and everything that's happened uh within it and the artists that have come out because oftentimes you you hear these stories of people who are sort of forgotten in the stories of a particular genre or a particular city and you're somebody that people have your back because they felt that when they were starting out you had theirs and having that being such a huge part of your legacy has to matter almost as much as having a record that's 20 years old. Yeah, I mean, you know what? The, 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 the thing that I pride myself on and that, I, and that I love, like for me, it's always been about music first, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, as long as I uh, believe in the gift that you have, I'm always going to lend a hand, whether you are that you know, that unknown person that absolutely nobody knows about, or, you know, you are, you know, you are a megastar. And I think for me, that's, that's part of the reason why I think I'm still here and not just still here, but still doing incredible things is because for me, I think the, the pure love and passion and having that be the driving force of everything that I do, that is what it's really all about. And I know that it might sound corny and cliche and everybody says, yeah, yeah, Cardi, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's how I feel. That's what still gets me excited in 2021, having been in this industry a long time. Like, some people get jaded. And I think the most pleasure I get is in discovering that new song that I, that I never heard before, that new artist that I'm like, yo, who is this person? Where did they come from? You know, that thing that still gives me goosebumps, like that's what actually gets me excited still to this day. Uh, we're talking to Cardinal Vishal, Quest for Fire, Firestarter Volume 1, celebrates its 20th yes. anniversary on Saturday. Yes. Um, of all 15 songs on this record, taking it back 20 mm -hmm. years, do you have now, do you have a favorite song on the album and 20 years ago, when you were recording the album, did you have a favorite song then? Has it changed at all? Um, Listen, Old Time Killing, I remember when I got that deal, some people, their first inkling is to like team up with whoever the biggest artist is out there for these collabs. But for me, it's literally, at the time, unknown 
local heroes. These are just my friends that I was like, yo, if I'm going to have the biggest platform in the world, I would love to put my people on. And what's dope about that is that's how I ended up working with such amazing people. Like, you know, Pharrell was a fan of Old Time Killing. Um, Missy Elliott was a fan. That's how I ended up working and getting to know Timberland. As a matter of fact, it was a, a favorite of, of 50 Cent. So that's how I ended up going on tour with 50. Like, Old Time Killing probably feels like culturally um it means the most and Bacardi slang was dope because it for the first time we're still having these discussions about you know Toronto slang so I love Bacardi slang just for what it stood for for us being proud and being like yeah like that's how we talk in high school you know what I'm saying that's how we talk when we play ball or whatever so probably those two are the are the most important to me I guess it's it's so tough up here right now um nobody can stand on a stage and do anything are you gonna do a drive-in show have you tried those yet you know can't say anything right now. I will say whatever plans you have for the May 2-4 weekend on the Sunday. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. Don't make any plans. Okay. okay. That's all I've Good it's to floating know. in there. Cardinal Vishal, it is always such a pleasure. You're one of my favorite people in the entire world, one of my favorite MCs. Yeah, uh, congratulations on your success in life, in the record industry, and more importantly, the 20-year the anniversary of Quest for Fire, Firestarter Volume 1. One last thing I want to say, I honestly have to say, is that, um, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on your show, I say this when we, when, you know, when we text, when I see you guys, wherever it is, Honestly, I'm very, 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 very thankful for you guys because you guys have been incredible supporters. Here's the thing, whether you're Michael Jackson, Jay-Z, or anybody in between, and you guys have been a constant, you know what I'm saying, throughout my career. You guys have always lent your platform to myself, whether it's just to be a loud, obnoxious guy and talk about my own music or whether it's to, you know, to celebrate and promote some of the philanthropic work that I'm doing. And I really just want to say, like, dudes, you guys are the coolest. You guys are the dopest. And I really do appreciate all of you guys for always giving me a place that I can talk to the people. You guys are appreciated. And listen, 20 years in, I can't be more thankful. So thanks, guys, for always just being cool-ass dudes, you know what I'm saying, and, and giving best. me a place to, to do what I do. Cardinal Fischel, you the always best. have a home. You know this. You always have a home on the Raza Mocha Show. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Shawnee, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm good. Um, so, what's up? What's going on with you? Um, I've been taking care of my little sister uh, since my mom passed away, and I just can't do it anymore. Okay, so you wrote this, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Your mom passed away in November. Uh, your little sister and her boyfriend, uh, both 18 and 19... Uh, we're living with her at the time, and they both had nowhere else to go. So you and your fiance moved them into your tiny apartment. Uh, your partner and you just bought a townhouse, and now you can't afford to have them move in with you. So how old are you? I'm 28. Yeah. And, and um, where's your where's your dad? She has separate. Uh, she has a separate dad than I do, and unfortunately, he's he's not doing so well. Um, to be able to support her. Is she able to? Like, what does she do or what does he do for a living? Are they able to support themselves right now? So because they are so young, they are just not motivated to do anything. Like, I've talked to her so many times about, like, saving money and putting money aside to get ready for, like, this big move. And yeah. 
it's like talking to a wall. You guys are still in a grieving process, though. I mean, your mom died, yeah. right? Like It has been um, a really hard process for us. And I think that's one of the things why, like, I'm so easy on her sometimes. Yeah. Like, I Because I'm grieving as well. And yeah. I'm pushing her, but, like, I still love her and I want the best for her. But... Like, she's not motivated. Like, she has such a good support system around her. Like, um, teachers that want to help her. She's in um, child care. So, like, I do get money for her. But, like, she's just not motivated to, to like, start putting money away and, like, I think, I think you gotta give her. Up. I think you guys both need a little bit of time. I think you got to mm. give her a little bit of time. Um, and, and unfortunately, you were the one that was like forced to grow up and become the parent, right? Yeah, I've turned into a mom. Yeah, like, and, and uh, like overnight. Uh, often, oftentimes, when kids are, uh, for lack of a better term, you know, orphaned in this kind of way, of where you, you know, you've lost both your parents and it's just the just the two siblings. Oftentimes, the sibling siblings will drift apart, and mm-hmm. um, and that happens because nobody wants to sort of step into the into the role and you both feel that you're on your own and you just go off and make the best of it. Um, it sucks for you because you're 29 and now you feel like you've been put into the mom role and every time you have to mom your little sister, it's inevitably going to just remind you that your mom is now gone. And yeah. so every time you have to act the part, it's going to hurt a little bit more because you just now realize over and over and over again that your mom's not there anymore. And that's a hard world to live in. Yeah. It's a really hard world to live in. Uh, but this is fresh. You know, your mom died in November. And I think that you guys just need to, you need to lean on each other and you need to not put pressure on each other um, right now. I think that in time you can do that, but I don't think right now is the time to do that. I think that you guys need to, you need to just be there for each other. Have you, have you yeah. tried talking to her? Rather than oh, saying, hey, you times. need to save money, like explain the situation. Like, listen, I love, you know, that that we're we're close and I love, you know, I don't mind that we're all living together under the same roof. But financially, we can't make this work. Yep. And I talked to her yesterday, actually, and I asked her because she she still needs to graduate. She still needs to, like, get more hours at work. And I said, hey, like, if you don't want me helping right now, can you please just tell me and I'll stop bugging you? Like, you can go and try and find an apartment or do this. And she said, okay, and just walked away from me. Like, she was just fed up with the conversation. What was her plan originally? So your mom was still alive, right? Yeah. Now, when she was she living with your mom? Yes. Yes. Okay, so what was her plan originally? She's going to school, and she was going to what? Like, graduate and then go somewhere else, still continuing to live with your mom, and then she was expected to move out or start contributing. Like, was she paying your mom rent and helping out financially and all that stuff when they were living together? Unfortunately, um, she had no plan. She doesn't like school at all. She um, smokes a lot of weed. She is just infatuated with her boyfriend and there was no plan. Okay. But you got, when you say right now that you and your fiance or you and your husband, when you get this townhouse that you guys want to start a family, uh, to, to say that to her is devastatingly um, painful because you want to start your family, but to her, you are her family. Mm-hmm. And to go at something that way is you are almost, you know, cutting her out of your life. And that's a terrible thing to deal with when you are 18. And, and you don't have to try and fix everything. But I, I don't think that you can, 
I don't think you can shut her out. I think that stepping into the mom role is not something anyone is ever expected to do, but it's something that people have to do all the time. And this is your new life. No, I think that's why I reached out because I talked to my fiance and I was like, you know, I feel so guilty every day for like trying to move forward with this because I don't want her to feel abandoned because she was just uprooted from like her whole life. And now she lives in a tiny apartment with us. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel guilty because like, if I could, she would move with us, but I don't want to enable her. Like she's so comfortable in like just sleeping until 2 PM. Yesterday I came (laughs) home and she was sleeping till 2 PM. She has like three hour shifts for three days a week. She's just too comfortable right yeah. now. Yeah, but you know what? She's also 18. Yeah, she's 18. Yeah. That's what 18-year-olds do. That's the, that's the hardest part. This is yeah. what every every mom of an 18-year-old goes through. Not that you, you know, I don't want to call you her mom, but, you know, you're in that role. And you will you will figure you will figure this out. You will figure this out. But I think that right now, had, had this been years now going on, but, God, your mom died in November. Like, you guys are still, yeah. you are you guys are still grieving um, and, and you, it's tough. I, I would, I would wait a little bit and I'm not saying give it years, but give it, give it a little bit, let it get a little bit better because everything is just too, it's, it's too tough right now. For sure. Yeah. All right, Shawnee. Thank you so much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Roz and Mocha's DM, Deep Dive. Our DM is where all the weird lives. Hello, Deeper Prashad. Welcome back. Hello, hello. What is going on in the DMs today? Oh, okay. First question comes from Richard. When digging your ear, do you use your pinky? Uh, oh, I've I know that move. I know guys. I've seen guys that do that. You know when guys put their pinky in their ear and they yeah. just go like yes, that? and they just uh-huh. shake it frantically. Yeah. And they look like a dog scratching, I don't know what, but uh, yes. I, gotta, I, I don't really do a lot of ear digging. I only I, ever use Q-tip. I know this is going to sound yes. weird to all of you guys, but I don't clean my ears. Right? <laughs> How did wow. I know that was coming? I knew it. <laughs> um, because I, listen, I am of the belief that uh, uh, Q-tips, although they do feel so good, yeah, um, that you're not really supposed to use a Q-tip. Right. I don't know. It's bad for you. Push it all in farther. I've heard that. Right. I've heard that. And then maybe it's wrong. I don't know. But I heard that years ago and then I stopped using Q-tips. I don't have an earwax problem every now and then like a ball of it will work its way out. And then I'll kind of like hear something weird back there and then I can just go in with my finger and flick it out. I think that means you have an earwax problem. No, 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 no. It works its way out. It's like I don't think I get earwax. Yeah. Like I use a Q-tip and I'll clean, but like I'll look at the Q-tip after and And I don't see anything. It's because you pushed it down so far in your whole life oh maybe that it's too it's too deep in there i remember when i was a kid my mom took me to the doctor and he had this long syringe like was like full of water yeah and then this other like silver tray that he put underneath my ear yeah and then he put the syringe right up to my ear hole okay pressed it all this water shot in and all this gunk came what? out yeah. yeah i've never heard of that before you never heard that before no. and, yo, it's called that- an earnema is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> it sounded convincing enough that I believe. No, it but I remember you see all these little pieces of wax floating around in the water, uh. and my hearing that day, I, it was like a whole new world. Yeah, yeah. I swear, I felt like Superman. I, I could hear everything. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm happy with just about every Apple product that's ever been invented. I've been an Apple fan my whole life. 
Uh, the one thing I sort of wish they didn't do was make ear pods white. Oh, because yeah. every now and then somebody Aww. takes their ear pods out and they throw them down on the table, and you're like, "Whoa, you are dirty." Yeah. Yes, you see the little specks yeah, on them. You yes. Are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so if I do do it, I usually will go in with my index finger. Your index finger. Yes. I only ever like pinky. scratch with my. Oh yeah, I guess my index yeah. finger yeah. as well. Yeah. Never use the pinky. Okay, next comment comes from Ryan. The way that Roz pronounced caramel makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, how do I say it? I don't think I'm ever consistent because I don't know if we've ever come up with a unanimous decision on how it's pronounced. So sometimes I'll say caramel. Sometimes I'll say, um, like if I say caramel corn, oh. right? Like some yeah, things, some things are caramel. Yeah, like, like some it. things are caramel sauce, but then there's caramel corn. Huh. Like to me, they're different things. Like I love Cadbury caramel bar. I will never say I love Cadbury caramel bar. Yes. No, neither will I, but I will say caramel corn. Like to me it's a different thing. Like there's there's caramel sauce, yeah. caramel bars, okay. caramel corn. If you were to get caramel corn yeah. and you wanted to put caramel sauce on it. I would say can I get a car can I get caramel corn with a side of caramel sauce? What? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I kick you out of my restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll come in here and make fun of my stuff here. <laughs> You're making that way uh, more complicated than it really needs yeah, to be. I'm not the one that made it complicated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got? Okay, this next comment comes from Zofia. Listening to your earlier podcast and on the episode uh, number 65 in which Roz is hitting Dammit Mori in the face with a banana reenacting a robbery <laughs> that happened. I had tears laughing so hard. Oh. One of Mori's finer moments. Just what I needed today. Why was I hitting you in the what? face with a Re banana? What did you say? Reenacting re a Reenacting a robbery and for some reason a banana was necessary for reenacting a robbery. I just want to know what type of robbery you, you know were what? trying to yeah. You don't like bananas. No, I hate so, bananas. And I'm the one that eats all the food in here. Yeah. Pretty much all day. Yeah. So that means you were using my banana to smack <laughs> Right. Did you eat it after or were you like, no, nah, I will say this. this. My complete <laughs> lack of memory of smacking Maury in the face with a banana only goes to show me how many things I've used to smack Maury in the face with over the years. Do you have a master list more of all the things that I've either rubbed smeared or smacked you in the face with? I have a picture of you smacking me in the face with a sausage. Oh. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure it wasn't the time I hit him in the face with a sausage? According to this person, it was a banana. Okay. Oh, my Lord. This is how it goes down in the DMs, baby. Uh, just hit us up. Look for Razamoka and and look for all of our uh, social media accounts. You can find us in the DMs. That's where you ask your questions or leave your comments or whatever. Thank you, Deepo. We will see you tomorrow. Yes, see you guys tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello? Hi, is this Jillian? Speaking. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, your Stop sister, it. your sister Catherine reached out and said that uh, she's been listening to the Roz and Mocha Show since middle school, she is now 30 years old, and that you, her little sister, uh, are now hooked on the show, and that the two of you call each other every day after work to discuss the things that we discuss on the show. I was literally just listening to you guys when you called. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy 35th birthday. Thank
Thank you so much. Um, um, are you going to sing for me or? Uh, well, it's, it's COVID. We yeah, can't we're not sing. Allowed. We're, we're not allowed, allowed to sing. You know what? We yeah. can sing um, quietly. Quietly. What if we do it spoken word? No, 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 no. We'll, we, we can do it quietly. Yeah, we can, we do, can do it, we can it quietly oh. for you, Jillian. Are you okay if we whisper sing to you, Jillian? Yeah. I was just going to say, I would actually love to hear a whisper happy birthday. How about uh, <laughs> okay. whisper sing with masks on, guys? Oh, whisper sing with masks. I know we have the plexiglass in here and everything, yeah, but okay. still. Let me mask up here. Can you right? still hear me through the mask? Yeah. I have faith in you. <laughs> so, um, we'll whisper sing for you. Because we can't, like, speak, how... speaking no. moistly okay. and stuff, right? Okay. No, we can't. we got to be careful. <laughs> and then that the, would work, too. Okay. And then the, okay. hey, the now, particles listen, flying you. in the air. Dirty, <laughs> 30. <laughs> 35. Yeah. <laughs> wait one second. Wait one second. Maury. Supposed to whisper. You gotta whisper. I, I've more. never whisper sing before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Three, two, one. Happy birthday. Dude. Okay, one of you sounds like a killer. Who's that? I can't, I can't see whose mouth that's coming no, you from. Said, one, we, of you, one of you sounds like a murderer right now. Who's doing the murderer voice? We mocha. said that we we're gonna whisper. Okay, but right? one of you has a murder whisper. Yeah, this was mine. One, yeah. That's yeah. not whispering, though. Whisper. Happy birthday. Yeah, there you go. Now you whisper, Mocha? Happy birthday. Murder. Murder whisper. You have, have a the murder, murder whisper. whisper. The, murder the murdery, the better. Yes, you have. You want, oh, so you want murder whisper? Yo, Jillian, you a freak, I, I girl. I want murder okay. whisper. Okay, here we go. Okay, you want, you want, you want murder whisper. You're going to get it. Okay. Three, two, one. Happy birthday to you. Birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jillian. Happy birthday to you. There you go. How was that? <laughs> See, that may be the new way to sing happy birthday. Yeah, Zero have... droplets That's in the air. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. It made my day. Right. That version of happy birthday just killed more people than COVID has. <laughs> happy birthday, Jillian. Thank you. You know we love you. Have a good day. Love you too. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey Mocha. Yeah, man. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5 News Break. So Nike announced yesterday that it has settled its lawsuit against Mischief. That's the company that collaborated with Lil Nas X to produce the Satan shoes mm-hmm. that they sold off for $1,018. Wow. They settled already, huh? Yep. So part of the lawsuit, they had said, to remind you, they said, uh, as a direct and proximate result of Mischief's wrongful act, Nike has suffered, continues to suffer, and or is likely to suffer damage to its trademarks, business reputation, and goodwill that money cannot compensate. Now, in announcing the settlement, you're going to love this. Okay. Nike and Mischief has agreed to initiate a voluntary recall of the shoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to walk in with my blood shoes and say, here, take it back? Yeah. The company also agreed to a voluntary recall of their Jesus shoes that they did in 2019 that apparently had holy water in the heel. Oh, wow. 
Mischief will buy back both types of shoes at their original retail price to, quote, in order to remove them from circulation. If any purchasers were confused or if they otherwise want to return their shoes, they may do so for a full refund. Yeah, right. Nobody's doing that. (laughs) Absolutely no one is doing that. Can you believe that? Yes, actually, I can. Who's going to do that? I can believe that they would try to to say that. Especially with shoes and how how collectible they are. Yes. Who's giving it back? I'll tell you who. Nobody. Zero. Yeah. Zero people are giving yeah. it. Don't bring back. in a, a, your mischief store. Don't bring in extra staff no. to, to deal with the influx of returns that you're no, going to get. No. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson apparently has the support of 46% of American adults if he were to make a presidential run in 2024. This is according to a recent online poll of 30,000 people between April 2nd and April 4th. Hmm. The same poll found that 29% would support dual campaigns of The Rock for president and McConaughey for governor of Texas. Wow. Other notable poll results were 30% of people supported Angelina Jolie for president, 27% supported Oprah for president, and uh, 22% supported Tom Hanks for president. Really? Yeah. Forrest? Yeah. If you remember, uh, The Rock recently said that he would run, uh, quote, uh, if that's what the people wanted. So it looks like- He's the people's champ. That is what the people want. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Britney Spears took to uh, Instagram with another video wearing that exact same crop top she's been wearing in all of her videos that fans have uh, pointed out recently. There's a whole thing of Britney's. They don't even think Britney's writing her own posts anymore. And oh, and, really? And, and they're very. She got a cons- ghostwriter for IG. They're very concerned with her videos because she wears that exact same crop top, the blue and white crop top, in every video. Uh, she did 17 videos in a row with the same wow. with the same crop top. So yeah. so Brittany went on uh, IG and she posted a video of her in that same crop top. But there's she's not talking. It's just it's her moving around weirdly with music playing in the background. Yeah. So like all of this could be fixed. And I'm not trying to put Britney Spears in a position where I think that she needs to do anything to justify anything she's doing. Yeah. That's how we all got here in the first place. But she just needs to release a video where she's saying these words and not just writing these things down. Because as soon as she says anything, people assume that it is somebody who has her held captive and they're writing on her behalf. So Brittany wrote this. Uh, So this is for Just a Touch of Rose, which is Just a Touch of Rose is something that she sort of announced that was a project or a thing a little while ago. I don't know. She goes, these specific takes have never been seen, so it's sort of new for me. But it's the exact same tree behind her wearing the exact same crop top. She's just moving her head differently than we've seen in the past 17 videos. She goes on to say, I have over 10 minutes of video for the Touch of Rose project. And trust me, that's a lot. She goes on to say, happy to share, especially with a world that is empathetic and concerned for my life. What What can I say? I'm flattered. And then she goes on to uh, end it with, uh, here's to another beautiful summer of popsicles and sunbathing. (laughs) What the hell? I don't know. I don't know. But those videos, right, that we're all seeing. Yes. Shot on the same day. Yes, a while ago. But she Forever said this, ago. though. She said this. Okay, so a lot of people have been saying that a lot of my posts are not new, that they're old. 
Just to let you guys know, none of my pictures or or posts are more than a month old. And then this is when she acknowledged it. Yes, I know I did wear the same top 17 times yeah. for a project, Project Rose. And you will be seeing way more of Project Rose in the future, but no explanation as to what that was and still no video of her saying anything to the actual camera, right? Save Britney, y'all. Right? Like, it's just odd. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, this is from uh, McLean's Magazine. Canada is likely to exceed the U.S. in COVID infection rates within days. Uh-huh. So I believe it. Oh, God. Canada's rate of COVID-19 cases has, has come as close as it's ever been since the pandemic started to the United, Na- to the United States. As Canada posted uh, 180.8 cases per million population with the U.S. posting 195.7 per million of their population. And uh, our case count is rising. Theirs keeps going down. We will likely exceed them in the coming days. So all that whole year, if we were like, we're so much better than you and our healthcare system and our our gorgeous and brilliant prime minister is going to save us all. Shouldn't have flexed so hard. Shouldn't have flexed so hard. We trusted the wrong dudes. Yeah. We should have all bought places in Florida at the beginning of this pandemic. Right. As terrible as Florida was, we would all be fine right Florida now. Florida was the absolute worst. The right. worst. We would be fine They were making right mistakes now. left, right, and center. And we were all like, look at these idiots in Florida. Yeah. Well, not only that, like, look at, look at even New York. Like, we were all like, oh, my God, imagine if we lived in New York. It'd be so great. It'd be so great. They were there a disaster. Imagine we if we lived in New York, disaster. every single person would be vaccinated and now we'd be right fine. now. And now we'd be fine. But no, we're so much better. Our guy. Woo-hoo. Nice hair, though. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Classic that never line. gets old, huh? No, never. That line, that line never gets old. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Netflix and Sony have just signed a huge deal uh, for streaming. This is starting in 2022. This is important because Netflix will be the home for all Sony pictures following theatrical releases, as well as Sony pictures that are not set for theatrical releases. So this is um, Uncharted, Morbius, um, Bullet Train, um, the new Venom movie, Jumanji, Bad Boys, and Spider-Man. But Spider-Man is not marvel no it is but it's a it's a combo between because sony owns spider-man so they had to do a deal between marvel and sony in order to continue on with because don't you remember that when the the story was that tom holland wasn't going to be spider-man anymore yeah because sony was going to do their own versions and then they had to come up with some sort of deal well they made that deal but that doesn't have anything to do with where those movies land after they're made but so if I want to watch any so any of those Spider-Man movies, let's say, moving forward. Moving right? forward. Moving, moving forward. forward. Yeah. They won't be available on Disney Plus. No, yeah, you so, only so, get them on Netflix. So like Spider-Man. But it's still it, part of the, like the Marvel family. Yes, but like Spider-Verse, for instance, is not going to Disney Plus. Spider-Verse will be a net Spider-Verse is Netflix. Yeah, you're right. right? So Spider-Verse is, is on Netflix yeah, right so, now. So the Spider-Man property. But Homecoming is on Disney right, Plus. But this starts in twenty twenty two. So I don't know. So I wonder if they're, are they going to take all know. the old stuff or no the stuff idea. that's on I, Disney no, no, Plus? No, no, uh, that I don't think. Uh, that I don't Maybe think. Maybe not. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so that's a big deal. Wow. Big deal. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Prince Philip has passed away at the age of 99. 
The palace uh, released a statement this morning saying it's with deep sorrow that Her Majesty the Queen has announced the death of her beloved husband, His Royal Highness Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. They'd been married for 70 plus years. Wow. Uh, There's no official details on what the funeral is going to look like, but it is understood that he will be given a royal ceremonial funeral rather than a state funeral, which is in line with his wishes. Uh, Philip had taken more than 22,000 solo engagements as a royal. He did 637 overseas visits. Mm -hmm. He delivered more than 5,400 speeches. Wow. And he was a patron to more than 800 organizations over his life. So uh, there you go. Prince Philip. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, according to TMZ, LAPD officers arrested the guy that broke into Sean Mendez's house and stole the keys to his G-Wagon and then oh, stole really? his G-Wagon. Yeah. Uh, it said that law enforcement found the guy after finding a key on him when he was arrested for a separate trespassing call they received. So the guy abandoned the car. They found the car. They found the G-Wagon, but the guy still had the key to the G-Wagon. You dummy. And then I guess he got busted for something else, and then on him while he got popped was the keys to Sean Mendez's car. I wonder how, I guess. Booked on two felonies, burglary and grand grand theft auto. That's nice. So they got the guy. Right, I don't know. I guess like at that point, like if you steal a car and then you leave it on the street, what do you care about locking it up or whatever? Right? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Or maybe he just like forgot that the key was in his pocket. Maybe. Hmm. Like maybe I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, uh, part of Promising Young Woman. Did you see Promising Young Woman? I haven't. You I know haven't? it's on demand right yeah, now. People are loving it. It's available it, everywhere for people to watch. Uh, five Academy Award nominations. Jennifer Coolidge, of course, um, Elle Wood's best friend from Legally Blonde, but uh, also the news that Tara Reid had said that a script has been done for American Pie. So what's happening with American Pie? She made it seem like that it's just a matter of getting everybody's schedules together to do a brand new American Pie movie. Yeah. Uh, we talked to Jennifer Coolidge uh, yesterday also about Also uh, about uh, Legally Blonde, About too. Legally Blonde, yes. Right? I mean, I know, you know, I have a home in New Orleans, and um, and I know there was, uh, you know, there was like an article in the newspaper that, you know, uh, Reese had purchased uh, a book that is going to be filmed down in, in New Orleans and stuff. So she, you know, she does have that. She has, she has like, oh, she has so many things going on, but I did not hear anything about Legally Blonde. Oh, Nothing. Because they were supposed to, Legally Blonde is supposed to come out May 2022. Yeah. Right? So they should be filming that real soon. But uh, there you go. That's from uh, Jennifer Coolidge. She said that uh, as it is right now, she has no idea what's going on with Legally Blonde too. Crazy. Can you believe that? Man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Um, Prince Harry has returned to the UK without um, Meghan. She is pregnant, was advised not to fly. Mm. Um, He was led by security off the uh, flight from LA to Heathrow before reportedly being driven to Kensington Palace. It is thought that he will be quarantining at Nottingham Cottage. This is because his official home, Frogmore Cottage, they lost when they left and then they handed the house to um, Princess Eugenie. 
That's like that's you can't like, even stay in like the guest room no, or anything. No, wow, no, that's like. You know those stories like when you leave and your mom would do stuff to your room, right? Oh, yeah, like, it becomes like the craft room. Yeah, right? Completely. Yeah, no, they just gave his whole house away. <laughs> uh, apparently, he can uh, quarantine for five days rather than the 10 if after five he provides a negative uh, coronavirus test. Uh, their statement over the weekend drew a lot of criticism when the uh, Arch on their official Archwell organization website, uh, this is for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, when uh, Prince Philip died, the statement that they sent out was in loving memory of His Royal Highness, the Duke of Edinburgh, uh, 1921 to 2021. Thank you for your service. You will be greatly missed. Oh, not even like we love you, Gramps? <laughs> no. Now, some people are saying this is just what you officially do, but oh, then okay. people were comparing it to... Um, the statement that Meghan and Harry released when, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, which was, like, she was an icon, a justice of courage, a da-da-da, like, just... Big words, paragraphs. Because I think that thank you for your service means something very different to people in North America than it does to people in the UK. Like, in the UK, it's sort sort of like a term of honor, like, for everything you've done. But thank you for your service is what you get when you're fired here. Right? But, like, not even, I love you, Grandpa. <laughs> no, nothing. Right? No. I'll miss you, Gramps. No, no. <laughs> like, none of that. None of that. Very no, formal. No emotion Very whatsoever. Formal. Very formal. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. Responded on Saturday. What happened? To that poll that came out. If you remember last week, late last week, there was a poll that said 46% of American adults would support him if he made a presidential run in 2024. In that same poll, 29% would support a dual campaign if The Rock ran for president and Matthew McConaughey for governor oh, I of you were Texas. Say Stone Cold was going to be his VP. No. Man. Uh, Rock said, uh, I don't think our founding fathers ever envisioned. A six-foot-four, bald, tattooed, half-black, half-Samoan tequila-drinking, pickup-truck-driving, fanny-pack-wearing guy joining their club. But if it ever happens, it'd be my honor to serve you, the people. People's champ right there. Give you the people's elbow if you don't listen. I'm starting to feel manipulated by The Rock, if you want me to be honest with Why? you. Why? I, I, Is it because you feel like you're going to get checked into the SmackDown no, Hotel? No, no, oh. no. Because I, I start to think now that all of this is just... Like, a not a ploy, but there's something disingenuous about it, if you ask me. And, and I don't know why. Maybe I'm being just overly cynical. But after this poll and then after his statements and everything else, I start to feel that the TV show he did was just a tool as opposed to wanting to make a great television show and tell his life story. I just started to get the sense that it's just a tool to drum up publicity for a possible presidential run in 2024. Because the whole thing about the TV show is that he's running for president. Right. And these are all interviews. I just thought that that was him being, like, playful with all the news prior to all of this. I don't know. I sort of feel manipulated by the whole thing a little bit. Really? Which is weird. Yeah, and I shouldn't because I like the guy. I think he does a lot of good. But I don't know. There's just something about it where I just, there's a, a, I don't know. There's an air of, like, 
manipulation to the whole thing that I don't know. It doesn't mm. sit well with me. Also, The Rock should not run for president in 2024. Oh, yeah. No, I agree okay? with that. Like, Absolutely. No, no. I agree. Stop don't a, tell him I said that, though. Thank you. Like, on the television show, it's fine, right? Mm-hmm. Do your polls, everything else, but let's let's not make this happen. Yeah. Right? No, like, don't do, tell him I said that. We need to do everything we can to make sure that this, this is my opinion, not yeah, Mocha's not opinion. Not mine whatsoever. Right? I'm still a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 50 Cent is reacting to Diddy dating his ex. Wait, what? Diddy's with 50's ex now? Okay, yeah, so... Wasn't Diddy just, like... Who was he with? Lori Harvey... For a little oh, bit, right, and then she went to Michael B, and then and then and then and then he went to somebody else. But now he's with Daphne Joy, who is uh-huh. the mother of Fifty's youngest kid. They share a kid together. Yeah, and then somebody asked Fifty how he thought about it, and uh, Fifty just simply wrote, "Nah, me and Puff fight over business stuff. <laughs> if he liked the girl, he liked the girl. I don't give a f." <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You can go back on Twitter finally, huh? Oh, yes. Yes, I can. Yes. Hold on. Let me see what's what going were on. Your, what were your thoughts on WrestleMania? Everybody's dying to know. Oh, well, um, I watched uh, both nights. Yeah. Saturday. You watched both nights? Sorry, 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 sorry. I watched night one live okay. on Saturday. Yeah. How was and that? Then, what was your routine? What did you have set up? Just snacks? Um, a lot of fixings? I had, uh, I was drinking tequila. Okay. Good for you. Right. The Rocks tequila. Yeah. Of course. Okay. So I was drinking tequila, and we had Jen and I had sushi. And Jen actually watched a lot of really WrestleMania Night One with me. Wow, yeah, wow. She went to bed at like around I think ten. COVID 10:30. has just put people through hell, huh? <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> up, your wife's not watching <laughs> WrestleMania. With Brought you. us together. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I thought it was great. Night One was yeah. amazing. Okay. The matches were like off the charts. Okay, super surprised. Yeah. Last night I started watching. Um, I couldn't stay awake, though. I watched, like, the first hour. Yeah. And then I got up a little earlier today, got in here a little earlier, put on WWE Network in here. Yes. And just watched what I missed. The whole thing. The whole thing. And it wrapped up literally two minutes before we went How long is a WrestleMania show? They used to be about three hours, right? So Three-ish? Yeah. Yeah. So originally, uh, when you would have it all on one night, actually, it was more than that. Like, the past few years, Shem, you would know, the past few years... Uh, like five, six hours. Yeah, WrestleMania. Well, firstly, this dividing WrestleMania into two nights is kind of is fairly new, right? It's a fairly right. new yeah, concept. Last year. Yeah, right. They did it last year, but uh, because of COVID. But you're right. The, the roster is so big that they've got to make it into a two night spectacle now because <laughs> yeah. it is. It's but nuts. you know what? I prefer it so much <laughs> yeah. more. Agree. Two nights. Two yeah. nights, yeah. and okay. each show is only two hours, yeah. two and a half hours. Yeah. Rather than sitting through f- a full six hour. Sure show it was amazing <laughs> yeah i love it yeah. i still i still like practice on like a pillow like wrestling excuse moves. me yeah and dress up <laughs> excuse me we talk yeah. about wrestling right <laughs> no, <Exactly. yeah. laughs> yes wrestling uh-huh yeah nothing oh. else said in this conversation matters other than you know i still practice on a pillow right <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast so Dolly Parton's uh, nonprofit foundation released a signature line of ice cream. It's called Strawberry Pretzel Pie. Oh. And it huge demand. So it's a throwback to the triple-decker pie from the potlucks of our youth, they say. Layers of salty pretzel streusel. Mm-hmm. 
subtly sweet and effortlessly tangy cream ice cream with lipstick red strawberry sauce. So it's pretzels, ice cream, and strawberry sauce. I'd try that. You would, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, do those combos sound good to you? Yeah, I'm not a fan of strawberry ice cream already. Yeah. But this combo, I would have. So fans, um, they sold out immediately, of course, course. because it's Sully Parton. Uh, And then people were selling them, reselling them on eBay, which would be shipped to you in dry ice for $1,000 a container. And these are small containers. Like these are the Haagen-Dazs size containers. Yeah. Thousand dollars a container is no, what people are buying it. them for. Not for me on uh, online. But like buying it to to hang on to, like to put in their memory box. No, <laughs> beside the WrestleMania T-shirt. Uh, or is uh, it to like to actually try it? I think it. I think they want to eat it. Wow. I think they want to eat thousand dollar ice cream. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh oh. A lot of people very upset. Canada made CNN last night, not in a good way. Oh. What happened? <laughs> well, why are they talking about us? Well, they vac- should just vac- mind their own business. Vaccines and everything oh, else, yeah, we, right? So uh, we ain't got here's a little bit of how uh, Jack Tapper started off his show last night. Some bad news for our, for our neighbors north and our world lead. <laughs> Canada is now outpacing the United States in terms of coronavirus cases per capita. This is a concerning uptick considering that the Canadian vaccine rollout is not going well at all. By comparison, in the U.S., more than one in three Americans have gotten at least their first shot. In Canada, fewer than one in five received their first shot. Okay, but don't rub it in. And then they they run like a whole thing, and then they come back with the reporter who put the story together, and they uh, say this. And Jake, look, this is a problem. You have to rewind decades to really get to the heart of this problem, but that doesn't let the Trudeau government off the hook. Uh, They've been in power for more than five years. They heard the dire predictions. This country for decades had a competitive advantage in making vaccines. The research was right here. Look, Canadians will now pay for that complacency. Trudeau promises that domestic manufacturing will ramp up next year. Jake, you and I both know it's just too late at this point in time. This third wave is punishing. I am speaking to doctors, especially in the hotspot of Toronto. You know, Jake, they are letting people into the sick children's hospital, adults, in order to be able to treat them for COVID. Uh, A lot of things to talk about here, including the fact that even though the dire predictions were there, no government acted for decades on the vaccine rollout. Yeah, it's a real failure by the Trudeau government, and our Canadian cousins deserve a lot better. Ooh. All right. Well, it still it still hurts. Yeah. It doesn't help. Yo, I, but it's that line. It's it's a it's a real failure by the Trudeau government because yeah. what what people jumped on was the fact that there's countless tweets that are all saying similar things, which is basically CNN did what no anchors in Canada had the courage to do because you've never heard anybody here say anything close to that. Yeah, to call them out. To call them out, but um, but it took uh, CNN to do it, yeah. My buddy in Seattle, he and his wife are getting their second dose second. of Pfizer yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? How old are they? They are in... Like early 40s? Early 40s, Early yeah. 40s, yeah. Great, huh? Yeah. Isn't that congrats, awesome? Congrats, Ben. <laughs> Happy for you, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson still on this presidential thing. So that poll came out last week saying 46% of Americans would support uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's presidential uh, run in 2024 if he chooses to do so. And then he responded with... 
uh, a whole bunch of glowing things for fans. And uh, this weekend on Sunday today with Willie Geist, uh, The Rock sits down for an interview and goes through everything. In our divided country, there aren't that many people we all agree on anymore. So is that something that still interests you, Dwayne? So I do have that goal to unite our country. And I also feel that if this is what the people want, then I will do that. But is Johnson too fast, too furious to be present? Daddy's got to go to work. But I am passionate about making sure that our country is united because a united country, as we know, is, is, is its strongest. And I want to see that for our country. Oh, Daddy's got to go to work. If he does that... Could you imagine, though? It would be the end of the rock that I know and love. But could you imagine being in a position in life and in the world where you could say with a straight face, unironically, I want to unite a country? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's very few people... I know that could, it just worries me because I'm <laughs> such a fan of the rock. Yeah. Like if anybody said that to you, if you were like, Hey, what do you want to, what do you want to do? What are your goals? And you're like, I want to unite the country. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Good luck with that. Yeah, okay. All right. Then the Roz and Mocha show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Britney Spears got her COVID vaccination. She had this to say. All right, so what did you think of the vaccine? Okay, the people on the internet said it was really, really bad. It was like a bullet going through your arm. It was nothing. I felt nothing. I'm fine, and I hope I continue to stay fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Hold on a second. <laughs> I have never heard anyone say that it feels like a bullet going in your arm. I don't know. This I don't is know. a needle. I don't know. I haven't read anything about what it's like to actually get the vaccine because it's just so far away. Like, if I was getting one next week, yeah. I would be like, oh, what are people saying about it? Like, does it hurt? Can I use my arm? Does it bruise? Like, yeah. what's going on here? But it's so far away that I haven't done any research on looking into what the actual shot feels like. It's just, an, I asked, my parents got the vaccine. Yeah. And I asked them. Yeah, what'd they say? They're fine. They're nothing, right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So this from CNN, the CDC and the FDA have recommended a pause for the Johnson and Johnson COVID-19 vaccine over, quote, six reported U.S. cases of rare and severe type of blood clots. Uh, For context, more than 7 million people have received the Johnson & Johnson shot in the U.S. And the uh, vaccine has been approved in Canada, but we have yet to receive any of the doses. So Mm. there's the latest on that. And uh, if you are between the ages of 18 and 49, we all all heard about the... On the um, younger. On the younger end? Younger end of that We all heard about um, the uh, COVID-19 hotspots in Toronto based on postal code where you would be able to register if you were between the ages of 18 and 49. And they've rolled that out now with three postal codes. So the postal codes are M5V, M6E and M6H. Uh, The University Health Network notes that the registration is not an appointment booking system, but once you do register, they will contact you when an appointment becomes available. So M5V, M6E and M6H. And just to be clear, if you work in one of those hotspot zones with those postal codes, right? No, I don't think that that matters at all. No, it should. Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right, here we go. Time to answer some questions for Ask Roz and Mocha. Pineapple Pat, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. Happy birthday, Mocha. Thanks, oh, man. Appreciate go. that. Appreciate that. 
Uh, Pineapple <laughs> Pat, your name shows up here a lot because we always see your questions every week. And I believe we've actually had you on the show a few times, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been here a couple times. <laughs> All right, buddy. So what's going on? Uh, no, no, not much. Uh, so I had uh, my birthday this uh, this past weekend, uh, actually yesterday. Oh, nice. And, uh, Happy belated birthday. Thank you, thank you. So my question for you guys was just, uh, like, what are some things, like uh, some skills that uh, someone should know by, by this age? How old are you? Uh, I'm 30. Um, Before we give you our opinion, in your opinion, Pineapple Pat, what are skills that you think by the age of 30 you should know uh definitely some some stuff around the house so like being able to change your filters uh you know just some regular maintenance on uh the washing machine for example or like just replacing bulbs just like things around the house definitely is one thing yeah uh changing your tires for your car um just some i guess life skills in that sense also being financially aware of like where your money's going and where your spending's going so are there um are there skills that you think you lack right now which is why you started thinking about this are there things that um you feel you don't have in your life right now Uh, i feel i have a pretty decent grasp on it but i definitely want to hear your opinions on uh on exactly like what you guys kind of would determine to be a value in that sense um i always lean to like the sort of other way. Yeah, sure. It, changing a filter and all that stuff. Be, like not hiring people and spending a ton of money on things that you should be able to do yourself. You mm-hmm. should be able to go to the store and buy a chandelier and ch- switch out the chandelier, right? You just That's just basic things. It's 20 minutes on YouTube and you're going to save yourself hundreds of dollars, right? So like not wasting money. Um, because you are lazy, like you have to, it's time management at that point, which is, you know, how long are you going to, how long is it going to take you to figure out how to do something, which is really not long, um, compared to chasing somebody down, booking an appointment, have somebody quote the job, have somebody come and do the job. And then the next thing you know, you're paying 10 times the amount to have somebody put a dimmer switch or switch out your chandelier than it would be had you just done it yourself over a weekend or a Sunday. Like all that stuff, right, is is figuring that out. But for me, when it's things that you should know by the time you're 30, I always lean more towards like you should be really, really good at conflict resolution mm-hmm. when you're 30. You should be really good at um, dealing with uh, somebody else's pettiness. You should be really good at managing your own ego. You should be really good at setting goals and executing them. You should be really good at not feeling sort of lost. You should be really good at being an incredible emotional support for somebody else in your life. Like all of those things are things that you should have achieved by the time you're 30. No, that's really well said. <laughs> that's, uh, I agree. I am the wrong person to ask because everything Roz said, I'm. I, I hire people to change chandeliers. Right. I'm terrible at How many at chandeliers are you going to I, <laughs> <laughs> I hire people to change all the chandeliers all the time. <laughs> I can't even change the, the license plate. Like, I have yeah, to go more, in for the... Yeah, Maury goes to the dealership to change the license plate when he has to change the sticker on the car because he doesn't have... He doesn't have the the wrench that'll take the 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 cover off of his license plate to get at the sticker. Oh I call it God. the... Vroom, vroom. Right, yes. Uh, I think, though, by the uh, by the time you're 30, you should be able to do things like not kill a plant or how to do laundry or how to fold clothes. Like, that was going to be my answer. How to fold clothes at 30? <laughs> Pineapple Pat, at the age of 30, do you know how to fold your own laundry? 
I think by by the age of twenty, I already was doing that. Twenty? So. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think at like and, and eleven know, or twelve. My yeah, and you should know how to build a Billy bookcase from IKEA. <laughs> by the age of thirty. Okay, this is this is why, right? Like oh this is why God. every every now and then, right? You meet somebody where they just. They they they're they're your age, okay? But they just there's something about them that's different, right? Yeah. And and you just can't put your finger. No, on I it. know exactly what it is. <laughs> which is every now and then, and it's rare in this world. But every now and then, you meet somebody who's an actual man, and then you realize that you live in a world of boys. <laughs> <laughs> right? You live in a world of boys. Yeah. And it's rare when you actually come across somebody who is a man. Like Maury is a boy, right? Still. You're a 40 something year old boy. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, Maury takes that as, as, as you calling him like super I, young, oh right? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. No, but I, you know, to go along, Pineapple Pad, to, to go along with what Roz was saying in, in doing things around your home or knowing how to do things in life that uh, you could save money from paying, you know, somebody else to do it for you. Something simple like switching out a light switch or changing a car tire that you just mentioned, Pineapple Pat, <laughs> or even switching out, like, a toilet. Yeah, it's definitely also, like, fulfilling. Like, once you kind of complete the task, knowing that, like, oh, like, you kind of get some more confidence in you and you get inspired to kind of continue on with that kind of mentality. So I, I definitely uh, strongly urge people to, to, to try something like that. And I think the, the, the financial stability or actually, sorry, financial recognition, knowing where you are in life, knowing how to budget, knowing how to spend your money, where you're spending your money, I think is also huge. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that that is something that people necessarily pay uh, too much attention to growing up. And then especially once you get into your 20s. Right. I think that's something that way early in life, you've got to figure that out because it'll, I mean, help you out in the long run. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think by 30, you should also know how to stand in a group at a to do and, and look like you belong, like, you know, how to look mature. Huh? Again, again, he's a 40-something-year-old boy. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think that by 30, you should have, like, your own kind of, you know, moral code or set of values that you've established that you live by. Mm -hmm. I think that you should be sort of centered in th your own world emotionally. If only you can crack that moral code. <laughs> well, it's Jeez. it's it's Boring. a personal thing, more. It's a person. <laughs> it's a personal thing. Uh, does that help at all? Yeah, no, that helps. Um, yeah. I just I wanted to mention one more thing uh, before we before we go. But so yeah, my birthday was on Sunday, but uh, I, I wanted to see if it's possible to get a trend kind of going. Um, so for example, yesterday, uh, like I, I do respect my wife. She she did a lot for me yesterday too. Uh, but my dad's also going through a bit of a hard time right now, uh, dealing with chemo and everything like that. So I sent him a video yesterday, uh, cutting off all my hair, <laughs> just kind of support him a little bit. I want to let you know that uh, he's not the only one kind of going through all this. Oh, so buddy. Uh, we are sending you so much love and so much support. And I'm sure your father um, definitely appreciated everything that you, where, that you did. Uh, where can people see your video? Uh, no, I just sent it just to him. I didn't post it online. Oh, okay, 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 cool. Okay. Okay. That's, good. Yeah. That's uh, a wonderful thing, man. I like it when people do that for family members or friends or people that they uh, care deeply about to, to show their support. 
I, I just respect that so much, dude. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. What's Thank uh, you. what's your dad's name? Uh, it's Paul. Paul, how old is he? Uh, he is uh, born in 1962, so yeah, he's still a young guy. Yeah. Hey, Maury, yeah. how's, how Maury? How sick would I have to be for you to shave your head in solidarity? Oh boy, <laughs> I would do it no problem. You would? Oh. How? Yeah. Ca- what about Matthew? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Pineapple uh, Pat, you know we love you, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys take care. You got it, brother. Take it just easy. the flu? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that guy. What a good, what a good dude, Pineapple Pat yeah. is, man. Uh, Robin says here since Roz doesn't believe in ghosts, does he still get scared of movies based on ghosts? Things like. Paranormal activity. What a great oh, question. Oh, yes, because I'm I'm I believe in being frightened. I believe in manipulation. I believe in the power of movies and storytelling and music and lighting. And I quite enjoy being scared during a movie. Yeah. I like all that. But well, plus I, in real life you don't have that swelly music that is playing when a ghost comes around a corner. But yeah, but I've never like I've I've never been alone and heard something. And thought it was a ghost. Like right. I've never, I've never been afraid of a ghost in real life. Like I've never, my brain has never gone to, oh my god, what if that's a ghost? All the time. <laughs> like I just, yeah. like, but no, I quite enjoy. Like I like those movies. Like yeah. all those paranormal activity and stuff like you that. You like being scared or up. love being scared? Yeah, yeah, I love. But then it. at the end of the movie, then that's it. It's out of your life. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't like stay with me. Uh, right. You should try being scared by a real ghost. I, it's impossible though. Like I, <laughs> you should try. You should, like how? Yeah. How? I don't. You're gonna have to knock me on the head, <laughs> and, <laughs> like and scramble my brains, and then maybe I'll start to believe in ghosts. Uh, Matt says here, have you ever won anything in life? Yes. Example: lottery or a vacation. Yes. What did you win? My dad and I won two things. One, we won a trip to Barbados from a chocolate bar. Yeah. Uh, well, what chocolate it's, bar? Was it's still it? the argument because he paid. For the Mirage chocolate bar. Yeah. But I picked the one from the counter. Okay. So that's still the argument that I technically won because I picked the bar. Right. But he paid for the bar. And that's his argument. Yeah. It's his trip. Well, see, and, and there lies the argument. No, it's his trip. He paid, he paid <laughs> for the chocolate argument bar. Argument over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we went the trip to Barbados from so a chocolate did, so bar. So was it just the two of you that went to Barbados? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where yeah. my dad met the one of the ladies that worked at the resort, and she used to leave shampoos for me in the bushes. <laughs> In the bushes. Oh yeah, more he told the story. And yeah. you bought, did your dad hook up with her? Yeah, and they would go out. But I, you know, if I, she would leave little gifts for me in the bushes. <laughs> Shampoo in the bush. That should be. <laughs> that should be the name of your biography, more. <laughs> So is this where you developed your love for, like, stealing hotel shampoos and that kind of thing? Oh, no, I already think? loved it. That's why oh. she did that. Oh. But it was also for to keep me out of the room, as she would be like, you don't know which so, bush. So hold on a second here. So she would play, like, she would do an Easter egg hunt with tiny little bottles of shampoo while she was in the room with your dad? Right, and so I'd have to go bush to bush. <laughs> so how long would the Easter egg hunt last? Oh, and she'd come back out eventually and be like, how many do you have? Five? That was all of them. <laughs> so you would have to wait outside of the room? <laughs> how oh, old were you at this no. point? I, I was like 12. Oh, oh my God. You went around Barbados Resort, <laughs> look over shampoos and soaps while your dad's getting it on. <laughs> and you gotta wait outside. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. What a great life. Um, I mean, I've won things, uh, you know, like I've won lotto 
not big jackpots. I've won like 10, 15, 20 bucks here and there. Right. Right. 50 bucks here and there. Um, I don't know if I've ever won. We also won a trip to Memphis from a radio station. Memphis? Yeah. Did you and your dad go to Memphis? Yeah. What did they leave in those bushes? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. On that trip, we stayed at Trucker's Inn where the, where you had to pay for the towels and there are bullet holes in the door. Okay. So hold on. You won, you won a contest. Did they put you up in this place or did you guys have to find this place? No, no. We we left the where they put us and we drove all around. Oh, I got gotcha. you. This is where we, we stopped in. Right. On our way to Dolly. No. Uh, yeah. On our way to Dollywood. Right. Did you go to Graceland? We did. Yeah. I won a bottle of rum on a booze cruise once. Good for you. <laughs> in Cancun. Good for you. I remember that. Oh, it was a terrible bottle, too. Yeah. Or no, or was it a bottle of tequila? It was either rum or tequila, and it was so bad. Anyway. Um, I don't think I've ever won anything, really. Not nothing? like that. At no. all? No. I won a, a pair of shoes on the walk for Israel. <laughs> Yo, your life. I tell you, I man. Know, I know. <laughs> It's so random. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you want a pair of shoes? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I, like, I'm not really, because I don't enter things, right? Yeah. Like, I just, it's not you my... You don't go to trade shows and fill out ballots? <laughs> no, <laughs> not normally, no. Uh, no, so I I'm, I don't really put myself in a position to win anything, right? Like, it's just not, it's sort of just not for me. I, yeah. I don't know. My dad has a stamp. He'll go to the trade shows and just go to all the booths and stamp all, like, the his name his, on the ballots. Really? Yeah, like, he, he does, does a stamp. He has his own, hold on, his, uh, like, like a signature stamp? Yeah, with his name, address. He goes around stamping them all. Oh, my God. Your dad's a pro. Pro. Yeah. Pro. <laughs> Your dad, he's like one of the guys that would be on an episode of, like, Extreme Couponing. Or oh, yeah. something, like, on TLC. Yeah. Right? Yeah. One of those shows. Yeah. He was so proud. Uh, it was two years ago. He won a spatula. Clearly, he also brought that stamp to Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> Stamping ass. <laughs> Frank was here. <laughs> and was about W-U-Z. Uh, Dallas says here, if you could permanently change the color of the sky, what color would it be? Pink. That was going to be my answer, too. I think the only, the only answer in this mm. scenario, in this question, is pink. It is sometimes pink, though, when the it, sun's I know. Permanently, though. Permanently, though. Yeah. Permanently. But that pink, oh, man, that, I like, love. That beautiful, like, cotton candy yeah. pink. And I, that's, like, my favorite absolutely. sky. Could it still be yeah. a bright day through the pink? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Why wouldn't it be? Well, because I feel like blue or something seems to make it brighter. Blue is a brighter color. No, right? I love a pink sky. Yeah. My absolute favorite. I would, uh, if I... It, I would have, and I would have no complaints whatsoever. If we just walked outside today and something yeah. happened and the reflections were all different and all this, I would, if it was pink forever, I would never say a bad word about it. Yeah. I would even say, not under this pink sky, like everything I would say, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would just switch immediately. I would have yeah. no problems whatsoever. I don't think anyone has a problem with the, with the yeah. pink sky yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. But like if, you said, if somebody said green, no, I, that's gross to me. Yellow. Nobody looks no. good against yellow. Like no. everybody's skin would be all washed out. And yeah. You, like you brown guys would have it the worst. Your skin against yellow? Oh, it's not good. <laughs> Jaundice. It's not, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. All right, Melanie has here a uh, question about cheating. Damn it, oh. Moore. Do you consider it cheating if you're watching a show or series with your partner and you watch some episodes without them? If so, do you tell the truth or just fake it when something shocking happens asking for a friend mm -hmm. that yeah, is right cheating i mean mm -hmm. i it's hard for me to actually do this kind of cheating yeah because you guys are just all at home all the time right yeah 
Um, yeah. I mean, Wait, but when you if, said it, this, this one is actually hard for me to do this kind of cheating. <laughs> do you yeah. mean then the other, other type cheating of cheating is, is easier? I mean, if I, I mean, there are other, there are, you could leave and do other kinds of cheating if need be, which are easier in your world to do if need be. But okay, <laughs> but that's not what you said. If need be, you said. This kind of cheating is difficult to do right now. Right. I'm just saying there are other kinds of cheating that would be easier if need be. Okay. So you think that... Has the need ever been? No. Okay. So, <laughs> so you think an extramarital affair is easier to pull off than watching an episode on something on Netflix without your husband? Yes. Wow. For me. Damn. Interesting. Well, because Matthew's there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Um, I I used to feel differently about it. I used to feel that it was cheating and all of this other stuff, right? Um, but the the problems that we have in my house is that I will we'll start something together yeah. and I will inevitably fall asleep on the couch, mm -hmm. right? And if Catherine's not tired, she will just plow through and watch a few episodes without me. And then that's fine and I don't mind that. But what I don't like is the next day... When I say, hey, can I put that show on? And she's like, yeah. And I go, okay, I got to wind it back. And then I go to the beginning of an episode. She's like, you saw all this. And I'm like, no, I didn't, babe. I was sleeping. She's like, you definitely saw all this. You saw all of this and all of that. And I'm like, I didn't see any of this. I was sleeping. Yeah. And then what happens is, is that I then am the bad guy for falling asleep the previous night. It's not that she skipped ahead. It's that I fell asleep. Right. So then I have to catch up on these shows on my time, meaning that if I'm working during the day and I have like a 20 minute break, I got to put headphones on and watch 20 minutes of a show. That way, when Rox goes to bed and it's Netflix time, we're going to be on the same page. Totally. Right. Like that to me, that's where the problem in my house happens yeah. is that I fall asleep and then I get yelled at for falling asleep or what she did with Bridgerton and what she did with Behind Her Eyes and what she did with... Uh, there was another show that we were watching even recently, which is I fell asleep and then she wakes me up to go to bed and it's 4 a.m. Oh, and geez. she finished the whole thing. Oh, man. All the shows. Or all, sorry, all the episodes all of that show. All the episodes. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Hey, so then it's on you. you up on the couch. Then yeah. it's on you to, on your time. I don't, yeah. That, I'm not go gonna, through and watch a show. I'm not going to watch five episodes on my time. Yeah. So then we just move on to something else and sure. she just fills me in. Right? Yeah, I would say, Melanie, in your position or in your situation, if you're going to go ahead and watch a show, I think if your partner is also really into the show and you guys are going to sit down to watch it together, mm -hmm. you should be honest and say, I already watched this. If right. Be. Yes. Yeah. I, and I think that if you make, I think that if you make the commitment to watch it together, you got to stick to that commitment. Yes. Yeah. My brother has... There were movies that uh, that had, were coming out in theaters over the years, and my brother has gone to the movie like during the day and watched it, and then like the next day, he and his wife would go to a movie and he would pretend like he wasn't there the day before. Oh, really? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he had to. He just had to see it opening what day, if, kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. What if the concession stand yeah, person says, yeah. "Hey, good to see you again"? No, 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 no. Like nothing. Like he he just he plows right in. He walks right in, gets a seat, watches the movie, and then he would go home and just pretend like nothing, like nothing had happened. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. In and our he's done house, that multiple times. We we watch so much stuff together. I wouldn't be able to skip ahead. Now, I don't mind if Jenna 
wants to put on an episode or like if I'm not around and she starts watching stuff. Mm-hmm. I, for me, I don't mind if she goes ahead because then I will just watch it on my own whenever. Right. But I know she likes watching things together, so we typically wait and just watch all the episodes together, no matter how long it takes. Yeah. I'm like Catherine, though. Like, we start something, Matthew will fall asleep every time. I'll just keep watching. Yeah. Well, because what am I supposed to do? Rude. Stop it? Rude. It's rude. <laughs> put something else on. Yeah, That's what I always do. Else. I always put something else on. I'll mm. find something else. Yeah, there's like an infinite amount of things. Uh, Sarah Pollock asks, how long do you use a glass or cup before washing it? Oh, this was a huge argument in my home this weekend. Really? This very thing. Okay. What, what, what was it? What argument. was it? About the cup, because I use a, a new cup for everything, and I put them in the sink. And the argument is, why don't I use, rinse it out and use the cup again? Okay, so I'll use one cup for um, one kind of tea. Okay, and then I'll start a new cup for a different kind of tea. Yeah, and then I'll use a different cup for orange juice. So it's three cups. And Matthew's mm. argument is, you should not be using three cups a day. So if I go home. And take out a glass, and I'm going to drink water out of it all day. Mm-hmm. That's one glass that I'm going to use all day for water. If I make a coffee, I'm going to use that cup, and then I'll rinse the cup, put it in the dishwasher when I'm done, because chances are I won't have another coffee, or I'm not going to drink my water out of the cup that I then used for my coffee. And if I go to make a coffee later on in the day, I'll just use another cup. No, but, but typically for things like... For me, at least, it's just water, so I use the exact same cup all day. See, if I had a glass of water and then I wanted a coffee, yeah. I'd start a new glass for the coffee because what if I wanted a sip of water while having coffee? Or if I have a glass of orange juice, mm-hmm. I won't rinse it and then use that same glass for water all the time. It depends on what liquid is in the glass or cup. Right. But typically, the only glass that I will use for uh, a long period of time would be if I'm drinking water. That's and my argument was, what difference does it make if I use a new cup for every different thing? Then you just put them in the dishwasher and you run the dishwasher. I um, I use a coffee cup in the morning, mm-hmm. and then if it gets washed, it gets washed. If it's still on the counter the next day, I just rinse it. Like I don't do that. But other than that, I'm sitting here listening to you guys talk, and I don't drink out of cups. What do you drink out of? Like, if I drink water, I always have it out of a can. It's like a can of Perrier or club soda or whatever. What orange juice? I don't drink orange juice. Okay, so in the morning, you have a cup of coffee. Yes. And then you get thirsty later in the day, and it's only things that come out of a can? Yeah, like have Perrier or... You won't have, like, if you're at home then, yeah. and you're feeling thirsty, yeah. and you feel like... Milk. Non-flavor. Right. You won't just go to the kitchen, grab a glass, fill it up with water, no. and drink that? No. You get a can of Perrier. Yeah. So, but what if you wanted something that doesn't cut? Like, what if you need, what if you wanted milk? I don't drink that, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I legit have never felt the need to just have a glass of milk. No. No, but I'm trying to think of things that don't come in a can that you may pour into a glass. Like, once every three months, I'll have a glass of wine, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. But that's out of a wine glass. That's understandable. No, I don't have it's coffee. Not, it's not that. out of a wine glass though, because I drink out of everything out of a coffee mug. If I mm. do that, like I'll just have. Wine, oh yeah. I'll just have wine. Okay, so what if this I, was Because I like day. to handle. Uh, what if okay, this was then. that day and you had wine? Yeah. And now you wanted coffee. Would well, it be two different cups? No, I probably wouldn't. I you probably would just rinse. rinse. Out I'm your gross wine, though, right? Like I, cup? Yeah. yeah, you are. Like like I have a travel mug that I'll put cider in, right? Like just as a cap on it, like one of those Yeti mugs. Yeah. And. 
I'll go, I don't even know, a week without cleaning it. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Maybe I'll rinse the lid a little if it gets sticky. My, I clean everything, dude. Don't that you I, remember the mug that we that I had on this show that I drink my coffee from every single disgusting. day? It said God on it. Yeah. What's that? It said God on it. Yeah. Don't you remember that? It was disgusting. Yeah. yeah where I went every, I went uh, two years without cleaning my coffee mug. And it was all gunky on the bottom. Yeah. At the ver- at the base. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I went, yeah. I went two years without cleaning and my coffee mug. And it had like a, a permanent, um, a permanent <laughs> ring close to the top, close yeah. to the lip of the of the mug, a permanent ring that yeah. I'm sure didn't yeah. ever ever come yeah. out. Yeah, I so I, I I'm I'm not like I don't for I don't use cups, which is weird. I only just now thought about that. Um but if I do, I'm not big on on using multiple cups for multiple things. Really? No, I'll use I will the same just cup the for same the same cup. tea like for 3 days in a row. You just add more hot water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, unless until uh, Matthew might take it and put it away, but if it was up to me, I would use the same one all the time. Yeah. Like if I have I'm, a coffee like on the weekend, like in the morning at like let's say I don't know seven a.m. Right, yeah. I will then maybe I'll have another coffee at ten. I'm yeah. using a new cup. You are, yeah, interesting because I take that cup as soon as I'm finished with it. Yeah, I take that cup. I go to the sink, I rinse it, and I put it right in the dishwasher. Mm, fair enough. Right, fair and enough. then when I feel fair like enough. having another cup, I'm not going to go back to the dishwasher and go find that cup. That I used already. Fair enough. Okay, sure well, let me. Okay, 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 okay. Hold okay. on now. Let's say that you have a coffee. Yes. It's 7 a.m. Uh huh. Okay. So you have a coffee and you're like, gotta take the dog out, the kid's going crazy, all this other stuff. You drink about three quarters of that cup of coffee uh-huh. and you leave it in the office. Yeah. Right? You leave it in the office. It's there. It's still got three, it's still got a quarter coffee left in it. But at this point, two hours later, it's cold and the milk on the top has turned that gray color, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. You don't, you don't want to drink that. No. Now let's say at 10 a.m., you're in the office and you're like, oh, God damn, I really want another coffee right now. You see that mug there from earlier that has the gray milk cold coffee in it yeah do you then bring that to the kitchen dump that in the sink put a new coffee in that mug no. or do you bring that to the kitchen dump it in the sink rinse it dishwasher new mug new coffee yeah that really one. huh yeah interesting that one. See, Absolutely. That's not me. i the only way i will use the exact same cup is let's say i have my coffee at seven and then i want another one at like nine or ten but i finish my coffee at seven o'clock right yeah and if I didn't already rinse it, and if I look at it and the cup's like still okay, I may give it a quick rinse, mm-hmm. and then I'll use that cup if you, again. If you have a knife, right? Yes. In your like in your rack, mm-hmm. okay. Um, if you have a knife and you pull out a knife and you have to cut bread or a bun, yes. Okay. Do you put that knife in the dishwasher or does it go back in the block? Oh, that goes in the dishwasher. No really? Way. No, no way. Just, Not no, me. Put it back. Yeah, it only right cut ba- bread. Yeah, right back in the block. Even still. No. Are you serious? Yep. Nope. I yeah. give it a quick rinse and I put it we in have, the dishwasher. Uh, we start a knife in the morning. If we cut cheese or oranges or whatever, we leave it on the cutting board. The next person can use it. Yeah. No, bread. Bread gets a wipe with a paper towel and then right back on the. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it's only for crumbs too. Yeah. I just, or I'll blow it. No. Yeah. What about uh, a plate? Absolutely not. You'll use a plate over and over. Uh, oh yeah. I'll use a plate over and over for sure. Really? Yeah. 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 Sometimes I'll have, my, I'll have a, like a plate going all day. But what if it's a plate that had something that was like greasy? Uh, look, under the water, little paper towel, rinse it out, put it back on the counter. What if it was something that was a little saucy? Same thing. You can rinse it. Yeah. What if it was something that had um, a like, lot Like a little saucy, of... like it called me bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what if it were a meal that had like a lot of, um, I don't want to say flavor. Yes, flavor, but a lot of ingredients that would... 
maybe make the plate smell a little bit more than than normal. But like you're if gonna you rinse use it off. like a lot of garlic or a lot of onion, no, just rinse it off. You just rinse it yeah. off. Yeah, like yeah. I'll use I'll a plate in the evening for my halva, and then I'll rinse it and put oranges on it. What's halva? Oh, sesame seed treat. Oh, why do you say that? <laughs> because it's called halva. What is a sesame seed? What's it held together with? You just oh. eat it like a bird. <laughs> no, Wait, did you say sesame seed what? Treat. treat. Like it's a treat? it's a block with chocolate and it's like a Middle Eastern snack. Okay. Like baklava? Yeah, but it's a block of, of sesame mushroom. It's a blocklava. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hold on. A block so minus the chocolate, yeah, they sell that stuff at Home Depot for birds. Yeah. That you put outside. <laughs> yeah, it's like on a stick, right? Yeah. Like it's the yeah, no, for no, birds. This is just wrapped in cellophane and you cut it and enjoy and it's it's sticky. Right. Oh, sounds delicious. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Blocklava. <laughs> All right, one more here from Josie. Yeah. So I know Roz hates pickles and hates when they are out on burgers because everything just tastes like pickle juice. Yes. But don't onions do the same thing? I hate onions. That's from Josie. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I don't mind. I like. I don't mind. I like onions. Right. Yeah. I, You're but, fine I, with I, it. But I know some people have a very like a big aversion to raw onion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as opposed to cook, because they taste two completely different ways. Uh, but again, I will say this um, with in the burger world. This is when I speak in the burger world. Okay. Um, I will say this that I also don't think that raw onion should come standard on a burger. I think that that is something that you should always have to order, much like pickles, because if you are not a fan of raw onion or you're not a fan of pickles, having them on there and then pulling them off, it will always taste like that thing. I don't mind onions on a burger. I don't like onions anywhere else. No. I like chopped no. onion in a hot dog. I don't mind sauteed onions. You know what, though, Maury? I don't like onions and hot dogs, oh, I but know. I don't uh, mind them on hamburgers. I, I love no, I chopped red onions in a hot dog, but I disagree oh, I with her on one onions. thing. The pickles are way juicier than a round of red onion. Yeah, but it still tastes though. That that onion flavor gets on gets on everything. Uh, I do. I will say this: green onion, I love, and I put them raw on everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like I just chop them up with scissors, and if I make like chili fries, they go on top. Do you mean chives or do you mean green onion? I, what did I just, just say? Green, green onion, onion, man. Okay, I was just you yeah. know, there's two. Okay, chives are an yeah. onion too. Yeah. I would have said chives, though. Bitch. You saucy. No, I do love green onion on everything. Like, I will put that stuff on everything. I love the flavor. I love what it does as an ingredient. I love yeah. what it like, cooked or raw, whatever it is. Love it. Chicken fried rice, when I make that, there's so much green onion in it. It's not even funny. Poutine. Um, sure. Yeah. Throw on some poutine. I don't really don't care. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm with you on onions where it's like, it's, I don't like raw onion on things. And to me, on any kind of onion on a hot dog is a, is a, just a no go. Yeah. Like there's just no, I think it ruins a hot dog. It ruins a hot no dog. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not for me on a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, a little bit of sauteed onions yeah. right in oh, there. So good. That's delicious. Uh, of course, as an ingredient in like a pasta sauce or a mm. stew or whatever, but love even still, that, it's like right? cooked down, right? Yeah, it's cooked down. You don't even, yeah, exactly. You don't even, you don't even notice. Uh, but no, but raw, I'm like meh. shallots. I use a lot. I use shallots almost more than I use onions. Really? Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. Rocks really like shallots. Yeah, like she'll make pizzas at home and then she'll just put like raw shallot on the top of it, stick it in the oven, and then they kind of caramelize with the mm. the the meat and everything else that's on there. It's delicious. Yeah, it's really. I good. hate hate red onion. I find the taste of it like a Spanish, way... like a, like, sorry, like the the red one, the purple yeah. one. Yeah, oh, oh, I, I like just find that the taste of those ones are yeah. so overbearing, more really? than like a regular onion. Yeah, I hate them. 
Do you ever, I make, um, what I'll do is if I get a pot of oil going, mm. I will take an onion and slice it super, super, super thin, right? Yeah. Like as thin as my knife will allow it to go. Just these little, 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 tiny, 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 tiny strips. And then I throw them in a, in a bowl and I put like five or six, um, teaspoons of, um, corn flour. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? Cornstarch. Okay. Over top of it, load it up with salt and pepper and a little bit of paprika and a little bit of like cayenne or chili flakes or whatever it is, and then mix all that up and then just pull them out very carefully. So these tiny, tiny, tiny little strips of onion are just covered in the uh, cornstarch and then drop those sons of bitches in oil and let them fry for like maybe a minute and then pull them out. And they are, but they're super thin though, right? They're just like these tiny, tiny little like We eat them on their own? On their own? Put them on anything. I'll stick them on oh, the side okay. with a stick. I'll eat them like chips. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just I'll just sit there and eat them like that, or put them on the side. Stick them on a burger if you want that on mm. a burger. They are the best, the absolute best. I you know, love I, those things. Speaking of onions, I had a bag of funyuns over the weekend. Did you know no onion in that? In a funyun? No fun. No of, onion in a funyun. Of course not. What's what funyun? Funyuns are like potato it's like a potato chip, but it's like it's like a che- it's onion flavored cheesies. Oh, well, they're gross. no, but they're shaped like onion right? rings. Yes, Ew. it's in a circle. That's yeah, so gross. No onion. No, of course not. <laughs> I thought there'd be onion. Of course not. Do you? What do you? Do you, do you think that there's a? You, you think you you eating barbecue when you have barbecue <laughs> chips or like? <laughs> But they're like, shaped like round. I thought uh, like they're I took shaped a... like round. Bitch. Alright, yo. This has been uh, the Roz and Boga Show podcast. Thank you very much. Just find us on Instagram at Kiss925. And uh, that is where we post Ask Roz and Mocha, which is where you will ask your questions. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss925. Kiss925.com. Or Download the KISS 92.5 app.